Harris and I took a moment to express some gratitude for all the positive feedback that we've gotten. And if you don't want to listen to that, I totally get it. I want to be sensitive to your insensitivity. So it's about three minutes and 40 seconds long. Feel free to skip ahead. So we've gotten so much, uh, so much wonderful feedback on the podcast from people all over the world. We've gotten messages through Facebook, through Instagram, Twitter. It's been really great. And I just, I, I can't thank you enough for the positive feedback. It always helps sometimes when I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm alone at night editing this fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, it can get a little much or just like when I'm not on stage because I'm working on this, sometimes it's a little hard, but uh, then I'll get a message from somebody again, telling me how much they love what we're doing and it is, it feels great. Yeah. So Thanks. Yeah. Um, I actually, I want to read, uh, this letter. Uh, yeah. it's from, uh, yeah. Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. Uh, yeah. It's titled number one fan letter. And I, I don't know how to read that. Is it number one fan letter or is it <laughs> the number one fan letter? Yeah, yeah. Cause it kind of would work either way. Yeah. The letter is long yeah, <laughs> and heartfelt and uh, yeah. It's crazy. I, I'm going to read it for you right now. Part, part of it. It part would take it. us it's, way too long. It's literally like <laughs> it's, 17 paragraphs. <laughs> um, all right. Dear Jeff and Harrison, words cannot properly describe how much your podcast means to me, but I will try. I know this might be a little long, but I'll throw in a lot of compliments to keep you interested in reading it. <sighs> I thought as a comedian... You might get a kick out of a stranger telling you how great your work is. You'll have to forgive the casual manner of my message. Okay, so it does that for a while. Yeah, and then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, about six months ago, I was constantly anxious and stressed. Hated everything. Got dumped. Been there, baby. And through <laughs> therapy, figured out I've probably been depressed most of my life. So naturally, I turned to comedy for comfort. With all the free time being sad gave me, I started to watch a lot of comedy specials on Netflix, and it helped me feel less miserable. Yada, One, yada, yada. Yeah. Eventually, she, gets, she talks about those. Then she gets to the good stuff. Yeah. Finally, I found Let's Talk About Sets. <laughs> boy, oh boy, am I glad I, I pressed play on your cartoon faces. I'm 100% your target audience. I've always liked stand-up, fantasized about doing it myself, but I never knew where to begin, and your podcast has made it much more accessible. Yeah. It goes on like this for a while. She talks about what it means to her. As uh, it look, it's it's about us. So we loved it. Yeah. We're not gonna waste we, your time. We might screenshot um, and put it on the Instagram page so you can read it in its entirety because it is very wonderful. And we're not, when we say yada yada, we're not like saying like oh it's boring. It's just very heartfelt and a yeah, lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of stuff. And, and one of her great lines was "Thank you from the bottom of my." open parenthesis slightly depressed close parenthesis heart <laughs> for taking the time to read this long ass but heartfelt message and I, i'm glad that we could help somebody um in a depressed tough time because lord knows both of us have been through it yeah um and i like how she ended it p.s tell mark normand that thanks to your podcast, I listened to Don't Be Yourself and still got it right away. And he is now one of my favorite comedians. I also might have developed a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, hit her up. Yeah, yeah. Mark, buddy, if you're listening, go get her. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. We love y'all. Stand-up comic joke it up one time. Fun day. Mark, by the way, Mark Norman thought we just looked 
playing. Let's talk about sex. So Fun day. Like saying jokes when they, he was like, you guys should put jokes. And then he was like, oh, it's sets. I see. Okay. And then he was like, oh, sets. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like, you guys are really playing it straight. Sets. Is this legal? Sets. Welcome to Let's Talk About Sets. This is a comedy geek cast about the science and craft of stand-up comedy. I am your host, Jeff McBride, and I have to try hard to chill. With me is my co-host, Harrison Tweed. How are you guys doing? I don't have to try very hard at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a very special episode because after all this time, we are finally actually going to focus on what the title of the show says we do. Yeah. We're going to talk about sets, uh. <laughs> not jokes or, well, we'll talk about jokes and right. other components, but we're going to actually talk about sets. In particular, we're going to talk about the album and we're going to talk about that with Anthony DeVito. Yeah. What's up, guys? I mean, <laughs> we've been hanging out for like a half hour. It's always weird, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is a completely different yeah, thing now. To re-say hi to you guys. I did that a half hour ago when I walked no, in. We don't do that. You made it weird. Like, hey, man, how you doing? Oh, are we recording? No, we don't. Uh, so let's get started with a clip, and it's the first track off of his debut album, Dream Occupation. And it's called, Hi, I'm Anthony. Thank you very much. Oh, boy, this is what I look like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ethnically ambiguous. Which means I'm white, but I get to the airport pretty early. <laughs> 8.30 flight, and I'm there 4 in the morning. <laughs> so every time that I fly, they'll pull me out of line at the gate. They take my license. They want to know my name, where I'm from. Makes everything worse. <laughs> my name is Anthony DeVito from New Jersey. So not only do I look suspicious, I sound <laughs> like what you would do to make up an Italian. <laughs> Unless you know a guy named Italy Lasagna <laughs> from Chicken Cutlet Island. <laughs> it's like my terrorist group just ran out of money. Then forgot they had to get fake IDs. Just like, oh, sorry, we fucked up. So you gotta be Diego Taco Truck from Nachoville Cucaracha Noise. <laughs> Yeah, people always want to know what I am. I think they do that because they want to say something racist. <laughs> they don't know which group they can talk about. <laughs> They're just like, are you Indian, Mexican, Jewish, Middle Eastern? I'm like Italian. They're like, cool, so we work with this Mexican. <laughs> You're excited. <laughs> you found a guy who looks like you. You got it all in. <laughs> you look like Bruno Mars. It's great. Happy to have you, man. 
racism will die out eventually. Just everybody's having sex with everybody. So more and more races are mixing. In a hundred years, racists are going to have to be so specific. They're going to have to be like, these goddamn quarter Mexican, half Jew, quarter Koreans are ruining this country with their taco bank laundromats. <laughs> I don't understand See how people could be homophobic Man one of the funniest things I've ever heard Told to me by a black flamboyant Over the top gay coworker. We are talking once it was just freezing I was making conversation I was like it's cold in here He goes cold uh uh-uh. uh it's chilly willy penguin bones Up in here How uh, are you not a weatherman Oh my god Describe the room temperature with a great idea for a children's book. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, how you doing over there? Yeah, Pretty good, man. Just trying to hide behind the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, quietly laughing at things I'm saying. You were just like staring at your yeah. lap. Just yeah, just like, <laughs> and, I, and I know when the track's gonna end. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, there's one more, huh? Okay, yeah, I think this is it. Part of me was like, I hope there's not another. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and and just so you know too, like I've listened to this enough times. Sure. Sure. Now the surprise is gone. Right. And um, but I wouldn't want to have played it if I didn't think it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just know the jokes too well now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to have the impression I'm like, yeah, well, none of this is interesting or funny to no. me. Let's yeah. play it and make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't yeah. think you would have me on to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, there's so much here and I have I have so many questions. Sure. But I, I want to start with just uh, let everybody know uh, I'm I'm going to do one other thing different. I am going to have uh, your picture as part of the on the podcast where you see on your phone. It's so they can actually see oh, what is right. the I know your look like right. joke about. Yeah. So you start out and it's just what we all have to do that. Right. I know I look like. Yes. joke. Mm-hmm. What what was the thought process with that? The thought process was just uh, the amount of people telling me that I should do that. Uh, really because really. i mean i i was a fan of comedy for so long and so many people had you know had used that device mm-hmm. in uh opening up a set and i was like oh i don't know do i want to do that i didn't think there was honestly just didn't think there was anything special about the way that i looked uh-huh. it was only until i started doing comedy where more enough people were telling me that oh, i looked yeah. ethnically ambiguous yeah. and then like and then there were things where i'm like oh now i'm starting to notice uh-huh. like there was one time and this is before i did stand up but there was one time i was getting on a flight and uh this guy came up to me and he goes uh hey man you look a lot like jim croce and i went uh, oh okay like and then he just, <laughs> and yeah and I, I didn't know and i looked him up later and i was like he, that guy could be my dad i mean yeah, i look yeah, exactly yeah. like him but then he just got on a flight so there were things like that that were happening along the way and then uh i think at some point i just i might have mentioned it on stage and it got a huge laugh mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay then that is a thing and it just seemed like a natural opener because it seemed like that's what people wanted me to mention right away like mm-hmm. the first thing 
uh, what's going on in people's heads or what you look like initially. Initially. So you just want to get that out of the way so you can move on to the things you actually want to talk yeah, about. Your ideas. Right. <laughs> right. But you have to say that so they know that you're self-aware. Yes. So like if I yeah. don't mention the whole time that I look Middle Eastern, then people are just like, how does he not know? You know, like yeah, what? Yeah. this guy's an idiot. Why, mm-hmm. why would I listen to anything else that he says if he doesn't know that uh-huh. he looks like a young Saddam Hussein? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was something where I was like, like oh, I just have, I have to get this out of the way anyway. Yeah. So then it was like, then it became a challenge of, okay, how do I get this out of a way, out of the way that's unique to me and is something that I've never heard of? So that mm-hmm. then becomes like uh, the airport security joke right. with my name. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, nobody else has my name, so that's going to be unique to me. And then what's the way that, that I genuinely find this funny? Not mm-hmm. just like, okay, this is a device I can use to open a set, but yeah. how do I make this a How do you thing? genuinely find right. it funny? Exactly. I think that's the next step yeah. that a lot of comedians don't take. Yes. Yeah. They go, oh, this works. I got a laugh of recognition. Right. And they don't take it one step further about, well, this is what's weird about this. Yes. This is what's 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 frustrating about this or whatever. Yeah. And and now now I'm going to turn that on its head and make it funny. Yeah, so. because that's the thing. I mean, like you, it's your you you call the shots at the end of the day. You decide what you're going to say or what you're not going to say. I mean, mm-hmm. the audience dictates it to some degree. And sometimes you're like, all right, that gets a laugh. I'll keep doing it. But yeah, at the end, you listening to it and you going. I just like don't like it or I like it. That's really it. So that that came from me just like keep I just kept going until it got to a place where I was like, oh, I I like I think this is original. Yeah. I've never heard that done like this. And mm-hmm. then I felt good about it. Right. Totally. Because I, I had trepidation uh, initially because there are so many jokes out there that are lookalike jokes. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to just I avoided be... it forever. Yeah. I, forever. I, I did too. I, Until I, f- I finally had to. Yes. Like, I, I just... Because you were getting roasted I, so hard uh, for it. Right. <laughs> and, white and, nationalist. And also, like, I had a, an entire yeah. six, seven minute chunk on white nationalist dating website. Why, how there is one. And it's so funny to Right. Like it's just so ridiculous. Right. And then I, I just stumbled on it. So it's like I, I, I just one moment everybody's being so weird. And I was yeah. like, Are you guys bothered because I look like I shouldn't be talking about this? <laughs> and they just went erupted and laughed. Yeah. Like, well, I guess I have to fucking deal with yeah. this now. But that's fun though, because I mean that's where I've always uh I I've liked to live in comedy, at least so far, are these like things that are broad topics and then it's finding um these differences within those topics that haven't been touched and these different mm-hmm. angles. Cause that's how you really find the juice because mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's only so many things you can talk about. Um, but if you can find a new way to yeah, talk your about racism will die out part. Right. That was that, I mean, was that par- originally part of this or like, was that a completely separate idea? Separate. That from- was a, yeah, that was a separate idea. Okay. Those, I mean, this, these are all like mm-hmm. this whole album. This is a first album. Mm-hmm. So this is all created through st- anyone who starts out in comedy. Ah. So these are all created through just like random, a random series of jokes at open mics over like eight years. So that so, that's our question. Yeah. Is, is this a greatest hits album? Yeah, absolutely. It's a greatest hits album strung together, mm-hmm. but there was no, uh, there was no initial thought process. The initial mm-hmm. thought process was anyone who starts out doing stand up was just survive, just get laughs and yeah. that's it. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I probably had been doing it long enough and had the luxury of doing it in New York city where I was able to get enough up enough where it could get a little chunkier the you know the themes um kind of strung together naturally because i was able to get enough stage time to kind of build them up so it's like where is that first track is like i don't know 
two, three, four, whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, kind of all around uh, racism or homophobia. Uh, and then with myself as like the introduction into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I think just being able to get up a lot afforded me the space in order to, to, to build that out. Rather than it just being like a series of disjointed jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, when mm-hmm. you uh, put together this album, like, did you feel like there was like a narrative structure that, like, yeah, because it, it feels that yes. way the oh, entire yeah. time. Totally, it's, it sounds yeah. like your life story. Yeah, just so people know, uh, real quickly, like the way that this goes, <laughs> the, the way it's titled is so great. It's it's almost just like Thanks. two sentences, yeah, strung together. It's hi, I'm Anthony. Uh, this is Vicky. That's Frank. Yeah. I had a weird childhood. Uh, I was single. Now I'm in a relationship. It's going really well. Along the way, I've had sex. I'm maturing, but mainly doing comedy. Yeah. And then this is how I met Train. Yeah. The last, yeah. Yeah. I wanted it to, I wanted that to reflect the actual material. Yeah. So where the material itself does follow this sort of narrative. Yeah. I wanted the track listing to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just didn't want it to have like wacky titles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I David Cross it, did with it's just like you, you But have no I idea. like I like that because that's making fun fits, of something. Yeah, yeah. That fits exactly who he is. Yes. Uh-huh. Um so I the album itself and like uh or you know, it's it's earnest. Mm-hmm. So I wanted the uh the track titles to be as earnest as the material. Well, I mean, uh, they're 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 earnest and they're not. There's a yeah, couple in here yeah, that are yeah, like yeah. insanely sarcastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. So the narrative piece, um, I, I'm so interested. So did the narrative reveal itself to you, or did you sit down and go, okay, I'm gonna I want to construct this out of what I have, or like how did it, how did it work uh, out? It revealed itself over time. Mm-hmm. Just like um, I, 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 there was never me going into it and being like, oh, I'm going to introduce myself, then I'm going to talk about race, I'm going to talk about my family, then I'm going to talk... It was just doing longer sets on the road. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't think I did a ton of headlining work before the album, but like I had done enough where I was comfortable within the set. And I, and I could see how it made sense from start to finish mm-hmm. with the material that I have at the moment. You know what I mean? So it's like whatever the bulk of that album, it's like, it's autobiographical, it's personal stuff, it's vulnerable stuff. So within there, it was easy to to figure out how it's going to flow. Right. Going from like, okay, this is me. This is my family. This is how I grew up. Um, these are some, you know, some, this is a college story. This was my life after college. And then this gets into like, oh, I, you know, the, the after college basically ends on, um, and we can get to this yeah, in the future, but like, uh, the after college ends on, uh, me being single. Mm-hmm. So then that naturally leads into relationship, relationship material. material. Mm-hmm. And then from there it goes into like, oh, okay, I'm in, now I'm in a relationship. I'm trying to mature. So within that maturity comes like, oh, whatever I'm doing now and what I'm doing now is comedy. And then that ends on me meeting train. Right. So it kind of, uh, in my head, it just pieced together over time. And that was mm-hmm. just trial and error. Mm-hmm. That was just me doing it at like, you know, VFWs in Jersey, wineries in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. you know, wherever. And just listening to each and every one of those sets, but listening for different things. So not so much listening for the jokes individually, but listening to see how it all fits together. Thematically. As like big, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Were there things that you left out that you thought were really great, but they didn't fit the context of the album. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some jokes that I've s- 
still have or uh, I'm holding on to mm-hmm. that just didn't make sense within the framework of the I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find a way to fit them in. How hard was that choice? <laughs> uh, not too hard. It, was, it wasn't too hard because it, 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 then I knew that I had this going forward. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, actually yeah, nice to have. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good so realization. Yeah. Along those lines, one thing we were wondering, what is it like to go, okay, I'm burning this material? Uh, like, do you look at it like that even? or? Yeah. I, I didn't know that I would. And, and, and just to define burning means for the lay people burning means you it's now published on an album or a special right. and now if you go and you do that exact thing then then people will be like well i, I already <laughs> i already saw yeah that. totally so okay so what is it like what's that process like um yeah that process was uh, i mean I'm, I'm still in that process so mm-hmm. i'm i'm probably like uh, a little less than a year out from, or no, this album came out in August. Mm-hmm. So I'm like six months out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that process is fun because it, you feel like you're starting over and I feel like, oh, I'm able to start over. Yeah. So whereas before, whatever I did, like you guys said, had to tie into the album somehow. Mm-hmm. So it's like now I kind of feel like I can paint with a broader brush um, and I, I'm allowed to. I mean, this is all a product of just, this is the very beginnings of stand up to the album. Yep. So now I can kind of, I feel like I can open myself up a little more to other things rather than just being like, oh, okay, like what works for me on stage and now let's heighten those things. Mm-hmm. Now I can kind of go out of the box a little bit, I feel like. Out of the box within my own voice and comedy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this this is an identity album. Right. Right, right. You're like, <laughs> I mean, you said it in the very first track. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so now the freedom I think you're talking yes. about is that with establishment like this, right. you now have a character against which your jokes can bounce. Right, exactly. And whereas otherwise you're always, you have to start off setting that up every single time. Yeah. Whereas people come to see Anthony DeVito, they know, right. they get it, they get yeah. you. Yeah, and I, and I think um, now too, it's like, I feel like, a lot of that is done to me in terms of like um uh i i don't i don't know like there whatever i'm like i've had a couple jokes along the way i guess in the past six months where i've where they get laughs and they work but i've just went i it doesn't fit into what i want to do Mm -hmm. or what i'm i think i'm going towards so Mm -hmm. i've kind of just thrown them away what do you think you're going towards uh, I don't really know. I I think it's just aside from death. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> right. I I don't really know. I mean, I'd like to um, start doing stuff that's a little um, outside of my comfort zone in terms of just topics. Cool. Larger than like uh, um, self-deprecating, and a little bit larger than just like anecdotal stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. sure I will still fall back on that within those bits. But I'd like to uh, attempt. Um, to something that's like a little bit of uh, on a bigger scale. Who would be a good example of a comic that like maybe don't maybe you don't see yourself as like them as a performer and right. a writer, but like their influence is like ingrained on you, and you think you'd like to tackle similar subjects? Or um, I, I mean, I would even say Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, I mean Michelle Wolf. Yeah, uh, I mean Michelle's a, a good friend of mine, and I, I mean I think um. On her her HBO special, that so first good. one, it's so good, and yeah. it's like successfully ambitious. Do yeah, you know what I mean, totally. Where it's like she yeah. um, she decided on a path. It seems like um, that I, I don't think a lot of comics would that early, but she pulled it off and pulled mm-hmm. it off so like well. remarkably. Yeah, it's so, really amazing. And I'm not saying I would force myself into that. You know, we think differently. 
not not uh, uh, you're different kinds of women yeah we're yeah, different. yeah. i am yeah. a brunette <laughs> uh but no what i mean is that like uh i i would like to um I try to. I like to try to reach a little bit higher. Not that I'm knocking anything that I've done so far, but just you do some big issue stuff. You just yeah. do it in this like silly way, yeah, so and it doesn't I, feel like you're I'd, doing it. I'd like to keep that, yeah. but I'd like to maybe if if it's like um, I don't know, thirty to seventy on this album uh-huh. in terms of like uh, those like bigger stuff, but it's done in a silly way, mm-hmm. and then seventy percent is just like me talking about um, goofy things my mom or grandma said. Right, right, right. I'd like for the scales to tip more of like the seventy. 70% bigger stuff, 30% goofier stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all. Well, yeah. you know what's interesting is like you're talking about you want to talk about bigger stuff, but then yeah. like the stuff about your grandmother yeah. is like really good analysis and like hilarious yeah, analysis yeah, yeah, yeah. about racist people. Let's, right. let's, that's a perfect segue into playing that bit because that's next yeah, okay, uh, at least is that is that are we good with that yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like no no like, we mean, can just keep talking Jeff, right you hold the signs <laughs> i wanted to come up with a better way to tell our guests hey don't forget to speak into the mic and let's keep track of time and hey let's bring it back to the theme i wanted to do it in a way that doesn't interrupt their flow so i printed off signs that say theme mic and time and i taped those to chopsticks and i hold those up instead of interrupting people in the middle of whatever they're doing and ruining their flow it's a good idea and i've got no end of grief for those signs so go fuck yourselves This is the second track off of Anthony DeVito's album, Dream Occupation. This is, this is Vicky, that's Frank. Feel free, if there's something you want to comment on, go for it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can, you can hide in the corner too. That's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. totally acceptable. It's, you're the star of the episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. My whole family, super conservative Italian people. I used to be so hard on my grandma about her views. I'd be like, how can't you believe in gay marriage? Basic human rights. And then one day I asked her, I was like, what's your biggest fear? She goes, I don't know, I guess gypsies. That <laughs> <laughs> changed my whole perspective. I think how progressive your grandma could possibly be all depends on where she's coming from. She's living in fear of a gypsy takeover. <laughs> she is not making it to transgender rights. <laughs> <laughs> she is racist. Uh, Doesn't bother me though. She's also in a wheelchair, so yeah, that's not like her ideas are going anywhere. <laughs> that's like a modern if a tree falls in the forest. <laughs> If an old lady in a nursing home says the N-word and all her friends are deaf, did she really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. All right. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, to what you're saying, uh, yeah, I I would not like to stop doing that. I guess what I mean is just to make sure I'm focused on whatever I'm doing right now. So a lot of this album I'm talking about. Uh, childhood mm-hmm. or a story from college right. or my right. time, right. you know, early 20s. I just want to make sure 
that I'm done with all that stuff. Yeah. That's uh, what I mean. Yes, okay. for sure. Yeah. So it's almost like it's almost like in therapy, you go in and then they they go through your past and yeah. then they go, "Okay, well what do you want to do now now that yeah. we've cleared all that out?" Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and and the honest answer is like I don't know. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, that's yeah. that's yeah. also in therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like your this is so your next album is self-actualization. This was clearing out. <laughs> yeah, package. some of it some of it was clearing out and then some of it I can see like there was a couple bits that I've been doing where I'm like, "Oh, I just I, I know how to do that and it's almost like it's just boring do you know what i mean yeah yes. where it's like it's more like oh i've done that and i think i've even done that better on another album so even if it gets uh a laugh i just don't care about it i'd rather do something else right for sure right. it's um, almost like it's it's almost like a uh you, it's a trick and you're like oh i tricked you again yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does. it's uh, like you would laugh at that right right it's like well i've mastered the uppercut so i know how to do it <laughs> totally. so of course you're gonna get affected by it yeah. But it's boring to me. Bill yeah. Burr has this like great quote where he's like, I'm, "If I'm if I'm just making you laugh, then it's like I, I'm bored. I'm at, yeah. Like I want to annoy you so much and then win you back. Like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm not saying that you're. Yeah, you're I'll never do that. I'm too much of a people pleaser <laughs> to ever do that. If one joke bombs, I'm like, all right, how do we do this, people? How do we get <laughs> come back to me? Yeah. Um, but no, but I do understand what he means in terms of like, even if it's like. Uh, if, if it's a, if it seems like a challenging bit to me, mm-hmm. uh, even if the audience doesn't feel divided by it or anything, yeah. but if, if, if I get a whiff of that and then they laugh at the end of it, it's just so much more satisfying. For sure. Um, and I think also just in terms of personal growth, it's good to reach for those things rather than get sure. complacent. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's like you I'm, don't want to be like that 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 the, the stereotype of the tired road dog. Yeah, exactly. That has the same act he's had for seven years. Yes, yeah. right. and I, I think I, I just I live in fear of that every day. Mm. So that's yeah. the reason why I think I I put some kind of pressure on myself to make sure that whatever these next batch of bits are, that they're a little, it seems like they've evolved a little bit from whatever I was doing, mm-hmm. even though it's not going to be like monumental, but just that it's like, it's minute. And then like, you know, this is just a couple of years from now, but then say five years from now, it is a big tonal shift. Right. Um, right. So but you, you can't make that tonal shift. You can't make five years in six months, mm-hmm. but you do have to start doing it. Come on. Let's talk about sex. What would you say is the best advice you received when you were assembling this album? Yeah, the the best advice, uh, that's a good question. I don't even know if I received any. Uh, (laughs) Everybody was like, are you sure? (laughs) No, I think um, um, the best advice I received, I think, was actually in recording it in general. Well, that was my next question. What's the best advice you received for recording it? That was from... um, my friend at Comedy Central Records, uh, Dara Frank, who I think is the head of their records department, and she said... What's to, her email? I'm just uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. I, I was going to say I, that I, after. I, oh, uh, <laughs> just um, every open mic yeah, in yeah. the entire country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've, I've done that before. Uh, no, she, yeah, she told me to make sure that wherever I record it, that it's at somewhere that means something to me. Yeah. Mm. So that's why I did it at the Creek and the Cave, because that's where I started. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and looking back, she was 100% right. Cause I think the other options that I gave her were places that 
I had heard were great for albums, but I had no personal connection to. Yeah. But doing it at the Creek, it was it was very it felt special. It felt right to do it there. Yeah. And your friends are in the back. Yeah. I'm sure. It's oh like yeah. People, cool. um, do people just come out that mm-hmm. you have? Like I had childhood friends come out. I had friends of friends come so out. Cool. So it was cool. just people want to be a part of something like yeah. that. Uh-huh. And especially, I'm sure it's like maybe a little bit for their ego too that it is an album, and if their laugh is on the album, oh, they're yeah. immortalized in some way <laughs> on that thing. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people people come out of the woodwork and like, it's a different energy. There is a point where your friends come watch you do stand up. Yeah, and you've gotten good at it. Yeah, and like, and you're and you're very confident. Yeah, and yeah. like, and you think you're working your way up. But they still know you are not being paid for stand up comedy. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> they're looking at it like night like fun hobby and yeah like no this is like my dreams and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah but like when you're reco- when they're coming to your yes. comedy central yes. album recording they're like i am confident my friend is a professional <laughs> yes. comedian yeah they're yeah is that every- like the first time that felt like that or um, maybe not the first time but you know but like, it definitely had that feeling absolutely yeah. they felt like they were lucky to be part of a thing other oh, than man. they're doing me a favor to show up to that's wherever. great yeah, it's, it's almost like it's almost like before they feel like you're asking them to Come to the yeah. bodega and and buy scratch offs with right. you, and, and then and then you like oh I got one and, yeah. and they were like well I always wanted I always <laughs> do. I mean uh. <laughs> yeah no exactly like I, I had friends who were just like I can it's okay like do you have room for me it's like yeah. you know what I mean like thank you for having me you know sure. <laughs> kind of thing and it's like no like I need you to be there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. really funny oh and going back to you guys were saying about like um I just kind of remembered a thing a little bit about uh coming up with like whatever's next or whatever i think at first i was like overwhelmed yeah you know and i think i even like wrote out like what are my themes do you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. A, a very just like pretentious sort of a sentence that like you know it was just what like uh, life is uh who gives a shit about life you know what i mean like stay on like i wanted uh, i remember i had this idea that like oh maybe the next thing should always have this like resonating in the background. And I think at some point I just abandoned that for like, no, just come up with jokes that yeah. work and then you'll put it together later. Ah. Cause that's what I did with the, that's what I did with this. Uh-huh. There was no like ever, there was never a set in mind of like, here's the course we're taking. It was just like, yeah. what gets us in the air? And then let's figure out where we're um, going, where we're going <laughs> when we're up there kind of thing. I wanted to ask you about the tree falls in the forest. Sure. Like the wording on that yeah. is so precise. And oh, so thanks, many of your jokes right. are, are so precisely worded. Thanks. Um, which like side of the divide do you fall on? Are you on the side of the sort of Mark Norman's where it's yeah. just like hammered out word for word? Or are yeah. you more on the, like the, the Rory Scovel side where it's very improvisational? Uh, yeah, I was talking to Harrison about this uh, earlier. Um, I'll go up there with a bit for the first time with the very um, bare bones of the bit mm-hmm. just to make sure that I say it in the most natural way possible to give the bit a chance. Because if you overwrite anything and then try to remember it all on stage, like the audience gets a whiff of that and then like the bit's probably not going to do well because they don't even care about the bit. Yeah. They're just being such a robot up there. But if I just have like nothing of the bit and I just kind of go up and wing it, 
and it gets a laugh, then I'll listen to it the next day and write out everything about it. Yeah. And then from there, the work starts then. Yes. The work yeah. starts then. Uh-huh. But like when I'm going up with it the first time, that's the most fun because that's just super sure. loose. And I'm just, you know, I'm reaching for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the but, pressure can pull it out. Yes. A hundred percent. But or then, push then it. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, depending on what the pressure wants. Uh, <laughs> um, but then, yeah, the next day the work comes in when like I listen to the bit and then I write, uh, every part of the bit out, and then I look at that sentence, and I I take off here, I I, I trim that, I take this out, like whatever those mm-hmm. things are, and uh, and then I find the perfect wording, mm-hmm. and then I I try to go up with it as best as I can to the page. Okay, so that at that point, that's when you start to hammer down. You're just yes. like boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom. I want these words to be just just so. Yep. And okay, so and I I can feel that in mm-hmm. your writing, even though even though I would say. Um, you have the tone you strike yeah. is extremely conversational. Yeah. Yet it's so densely written. It could be Mark Norman style. Yeah. It could be Jerry Seinfeld style. Right. Yet there's something you're doing. Yeah. That's that that has. There's something you're doing that's that's that that makes it so conversational. Yeah. I don't. Um. I don't really know what it is either. I think that's just. Um. That's just. However you are as a person and bringing that to the table. Mm-hmm. I think that's just more how I am. Um. Off stage. Mm-hmm. In terms of just like ah, it's, I'm I'm more laid back and I'm more casual. So to go from that to uh, like a rigid disconnected um joke writer Mm -hmm. and then i'm not saying that any of those people that you mentioned are but i'm just saying like you heard it here first right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm I'm taking down my friends (laughs) not seinfeld we've had a long-standing uh beef but (laughs) no um no but he called you smug yeah 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 so great Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know a hundred percent. No, I mean, I know that I like to write in that manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want to abandon, uh, who I am off stage just because I write like that. I do remember the first set I ever watched of myself and I, I wondered about that mm. because like, I mean, I knew how, uh, structured I was as a writer and I knew how it's like, oh, these are clearly jokes because that's how they're written. Totally. But, um, the performance of them is very like, eh, we're just kind of hanging out and I'm just telling you these things. And I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, is this, is this too weird in a way? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> uh, but like since then I've been like, oh, okay, I think I've gotten a handle on it or whatever. Your, your did she really line is, yeah. is, is you break your conversational tone yeah. and to such great effect at that yeah. point you go, you go, did she really? Yeah. Like yeah. at that point, cause you, it's just, it's so it's conversational. It's got flow yeah. and then you break the pattern yeah. right at what is like, it's not a hundred percent surprising punchline right. per se, but the way you deliver it has packs a lot of surprise. Yes, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't tell you, I wish I knew <laughs> those are kind of those where you do, you do it. And then, um, I think it like it seemed to work for me. Mm-hmm. Like I heard it and I was like, that sounds funny. It doesn't sound exactly like everything I do, but it does sound funny to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I owe it uh, to you know myself to try it. And then it resonated with the crowd. And I was like, all right, like then there you have it. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Um, but yeah, th- that's where like those voice memos come into play because you train your ear to um, hear what's funny within yourself. Mm. Do, That's oh, a good sorry. point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening to the listening back to yourself, yeah. trains you to hear what's funny within you. Yes, yeah. 
And then, then it's huge because it, it basically just expedites the open mic process. Mm-hmm. Because instead of like you doing that joke and, and having to rely on the audience and you to hear that joke, you hear it for yourself the first time and you go, oh, no, that is funny. And then you can work from there. Yeah. Harrison, you're really good about listing your sets right away. I um, listen. Well, people think I'm rude. But yeah. like I, just, yeah. so I wouldn't say yeah. it to no, go. No, it's coming up. Really, I just, I'm like, I do my set and I walk out of the room and I have my earphones in, yeah. and then I go out for a cigarette, and then yeah. inevitably a comic follows me out for a yeah. cigarette, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, I really like, I love you, yeah. but like, this is when I'm obsessive. Yes. So like, yeah, I, yeah, need, yeah. I need to. But actually, I was thinking, and I don't know what you'll think about this. Yeah, this yeah. is a little bit detached from the album part, right? But especially for young comics. Don't video yourself doing mics and, and sets no, memo because never. you'll get hung up on what you're looking like, yeah. which is not at all the point. No, no, no. I mean, that comes later yeah. for sure. And that's definitely like there's uh, a visual component. But yeah, but that's like that's something that you should definitely be aware of. I think even when you're a, not about to, but when you it feels like an inevitability that you're going to do television at some point soon. Mm-hmm. It's good to start looking at your performance so you can see like, okay, that's a bad habit. Don't do that. Yeah. Or I do this. Don't do that. But otherwise, yeah, you want to focus on the writing. Like what do I have to say? What am I really telling them? Yeah. Rather than, because you might not because like what you're doing physically isn't important, right. but you're going to be like, look at how like thick, my eyebrows totally. are and it'll yeah. be like that's not that's not it's you. just gonna distract you yeah yeah, yeah. no sure. totally i never did that that's really great advice yeah so like wait until uh wait, yeah. wait until you know it's getting close to where people are gonna see you on the screen yeah. not just the hundred people who know you on uh, that look at you on youtube totally yeah, <laughs> yeah. like if yeah. you're like oh i'm gonna i'm getting ready to make a tape for youtube mm-hmm. i don't know maybe like the couple weeks before the month before tape a set mm-hmm. Just so you can see what you do on stage, and, or catch, and catch those and little catch those, nervous things, and catch those little yeah. nervous things, because yeah. when you submit for something, they do look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you submit for something, they're going, "Okay, can we just How put professional this person on television right now mm-hmm. from yes. this set?" Mm-hmm. And uh, they just know that set, so you, yeah, make make sure that those things are ironed out. You already said you go on stage, you've got the bare bones, yeah, you work yeah. it out, you come back, you listen to yeah. it, you write it out verbatim, the stuff that works, right? Yeah. Um, then what? Uh, then take that out. Mm-hmm. Um, take that out and do it again, and then go back, listen to that again, and that's just a back and forth, Iterative back process. and forth until it's to a place where I'm like, okay, it's good enough on its own. And it, it's in the set, and now I can work on trying to find, like, secondary angles or tags and try those out. Oh, so you won't expand upon it until later? Is that what you're saying? I, yeah, I generally won't expand upon it until the base of it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. got to be done enough where, it's, uh, where I feel comfortable putting it in any set. And then once it's done enough, then I can start to play around with, like, okay, like, here's a second angle. Um, or here's like a tag I might've done in the moment that I think could lead to something. <laughs> I, I hear you say this and I'm, I can feel myself shifting because I know I make this mistake. I get so excited about an yeah. idea that I get angle, 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 yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah. And then I get nervous about the premise. I go, well, I better make the premise. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is totally. totally, don't do that. Like, yeah. like, then I get nervous. I'm like adding in dumb jokes. I don't even care about because yeah. I'm no. nervous. They're not going to get on board with the premise. And like, just, yeah, just make sure the premise is sound <laughs> and get that out there and yeah. then get the first punchline out yes. and just make sure that whole package is done. <laughs> right. So in any event, you can just do the package. Yeah. And then once that's all done, then you can do like a second angle like on that first 
thing, the first bit you played, mm-hmm. the the airport security one. Yes. So that has that second angle of like, oh, it's like my terrorist group forgot or whatever. Yeah. It's like I had to get the first part done, and that probably took me years to get done. Which was which just, was just uh, I get there four hours early. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, that part, and then the Italian, Anthony DeVito Italy, Italy lasagna, lasagna or whatever, because that was the end of the joke for a long time. Because it was just, okay, it's done. Uh-huh. And then I think it probably, you know, it just took like another uh, hour or two uh, just writing at a coffee shop and just being like, what's yeah. every possible second angle off that joke? That is a much, I think that's a much more advanced pre- premise. When you say it's like my terrorist group ran out of money, right. that is so much more advanced than than uh, it's Italy lasagna, chicken. Right. Chicken, that, that, then that's not the premise, but right. that, it's, it's like, that's another like, yeah. oh, this is a couple other steps here yeah. that a lot of people wouldn't take. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to do that because like even... And th- this will be a like a, I don't even I don't know if you'll get around to it, but a later bit. And I think it's actually a second angle that um, Norman actually gave me, where it was like a finger in the butt joke. And oh, um, I remember that joke. Yeah. So yeah. like the joke. Someone hide in the ring. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, joke. <laughs> so there's like there's a couple punches in there, but like the big one comes with like uh, if you're afraid of a finger in the butt, that means you're gay, mm-hmm. and that's like the big pop. And then I think. I, I never, I always, and it doesn't always happen, but I always want there to be like that big pop, but then I want there to be another angle after that pop. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. just feels more well-rounded. And I think Norman was like, oh, what about people, you know, they're, they also do things with their mouth. Why is no one afraid of that? <laughs> God, he's sure. the master of that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. it's like, I, you know, if sometimes. This, what about this? Right. Yeah. So not every bit calls f- for that, but I just think it makes the bit so much stronger. If sure. you not only attack it from this big part, but then you also look at it from another part that follows within the framework of the bit. Mm-hmm. When, sometimes mm-hmm. I would do this material like a few years ago about being Jewish. And right. then people would be like, well, any, someone was like, no one believes you're Jewish because right. you look like you could be a Nazi. If yeah. If you want, like you could. And I was like, well, I'm sure if I made that, like people aware that that'd be good for Jewish material, but I'm sure there's a million comics that are like, I look like a Nazi, even though I'm Jewish. Right. That have like Gentile bloodlines. Right. So then it just like turned into like, I am going to fuck Hitler in this bit. Like I will seduce him. <laughs> right. And it was just like a way more interesting way yeah, to go yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. And it played to my strengths, which is apparently talking about cum. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> very big, strong yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do a little bit more of this bit. Cool. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's getting more progressive, though. She wants to get married. 90 years old. Her boyfriend, 62. I know. Not even a cougar. It's a different animal. It's like a water buffalo. <laughs> that, um, that was from... Uh, I did uh, I did some a shithole club in Williamsburg, uh, Virginia, <laughs> in front of like five, you know five people at you know just a conference room of a Ramada Inn for yeah. a full weekend. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I I think I did the intro. I didn't have that line. I did the intro for that bit, and I think an audience member went, "Oh, that's like a different animal." And I was like, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> and then I think I did the water buffalo. I like co-wrote that bit with some teacher from Virginia. That's uh, really cool. <laughs> or that line or whatever. That is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. So she's 90. He's 62. She's also deaf. He's blind. He has one leg. It's an interracial relationship. And they met in a nursing home. And I ain't never felt more pressure to write a joke. (laughs) 
So the first time we ever met him, I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, isn't that crazy? My mom goes, I know. I can't believe she's marrying a black guy. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that's the part you can't believe. <laughs> we just met a decaying pirate. <laughs> You're hung up on that? Holy shit. Right. Oh, sorry. No, no. Yeah, yeah, things yeah. are coming to me as the yeah. things are playing. This is yeah, why we do it. You mentioned that thing about uh, similar writing styles to say like uh, Mark, but then um, delivering it differently. And I do think that's just more of like, oh, well, that's, uh, I think I'm just, I'm good at it. In, a, um, in some sense of the word, like, not that I'm good at it, but I have, you can a, be good at I have an innate... Um, <laughs> No, it's like I just I think I have an, an, an innateness for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas, like I I've tried to do things the way that he does. It just doesn't work. Uh-huh. We can write the same, but I I think I in some way have to be personal and talk about my fan. It just not that it not that I have to, mm-hmm. but uh, it comes easier. That's I'm, what I mean. I'm not saying he's not a present performer because he he, he he totally like, is. He has, but he has that thing where like he can't make eye contact. He talks about it right. on podcast. He talks yeah. about it on a special. But, like, you're very, like, uh, conversation, like, you're yeah. talking to the audience in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think it's just you kind of mold it to your personality. Yes, yeah. and way. I think I it's know. also, um, I think the material lends itself to it in a sense of, like, most of the material, It's this is, like, for example, this is me talking about my grandma and her relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like I have to be talking to, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, literally, I'm just talking about it. I'm talking about it in a very structured way, but I'm talking about real people. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about abstract concepts. Right. So it's like for that con- that that conversation. It's nice to know your grandma's not just an ad- yeah, abstract concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, exactly. But this is a real lady I'm talking yeah. to a person about. So uh-huh. it's like I need to make eye contact with you because what I'm talking about demands that eye contact. Mm-hmm. This isn't. I'm not like. Um. I'm not just being. I'm not. You're not looking up at the clouds being like, oh, right. what do you think? Like, no, in, yeah. in some sense of the word, yeah, I'm not, it, this isn't like an abstract thought about death or a comparison of men and women. And I'm not saying any of that is bad. I just think if you're talking about actual people, then um, it makes more sense that you're looking at audience members in the eye. I don't know if that adds up. No, that no that's sense. really cool. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a thing I have never even considered. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. The more personal material, yeah. particularly when you're talking about specific relationships with specific people, yeah. then you would, if you were having that conversation, right. you would look at the person you're talking about and be like, Vicky did this thing. Right. Exactly. What do you think about it? Right. Yeah, you sure. wouldn't be like looking up and away. Right. <laughs> right. It's just, it's almost like, um, like I'm going, I'm going to my friends to tell them a story, but I had a full day to write the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, that's why it. you can kind of tell when a is like when a right. story is fake. Like when right. you share a comic, be like, and then this guy said this to me, right? And you're like, that's fake. I can't. It never happened. No, yeah. Never. No I know way that's mean. a real. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's too perfect. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's on the nose of a thing. Yeah. Well, say to then you. I he, said he said this crazy thing, and then I said the perfect thing back yeah, to him. That's my And then he said another dumber thing, and then I said the perfect thing again. Right. I want to be. How aren't you the president? 
president. <laughs> yeah. How are you the, the smartest person in the world? <laughs> You're able to do that. That's what takes me out of, I trust me, this is going to make sense. That's what tra- takes me out of like Aaron Sorkin movies. Okay. It's yeah, I know. Everyone is the smartest yes. person in the yeah. room. And it's no just one, like, yeah, exactly. where's the dumb guy? Yeah, no one's just like, oh, duh, I don't know, really. Like, everyone's just a, it's just everyone, a quip fest. Yes, everyone is just an yeah. English lit major who just immediately knows the. Per- everyone's Niles Crane. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's so funny. <laughs> we got out of the movies. Sweet. We're done with the yeah. movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> he didn't even put up a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was fine with it. Jeff knew it. Jeff knew it. I have a this billboard that says no <laughs> quoting movies. But yeah. it's, <laughs> Oh, All right. Uh, you can go awesome. back to it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's keep going. We just met a decaying pirate. <laughs> <laughs> You're hung up on that? Holy shit. Right. <laughs> and she also thinks the whole marriage is sexually motivated. <laughs> she was like, legally. <laughs> Which already, my mom is a beautician, not a lawyer. Whatever is next out of her mouth is bullshit. Whatever is. But she goes, legally, if they get married, they could sleep in the same room. Then they could do whatever they want to do. I was trying to egg her on. I was like, what do they want to do? <laughs> then she thought about it and she goes, I don't even know if they could do it. Probably just hand jobs. I <laughs> know. I was like, first of all, you gotta give me a heads up. You're gonna tell me the grossest thing I've ever heard. And second of all, nobody's marrying my grandmother for the hand jobs. She has severe arthritis. Her fingers are like eagle talons. He'd be like, not with those Wolverine claws. Get away from me, a talking rake. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> love, love that little oh, thanks, chunk. Um, so a, a couple things about it. First of all, I really love, you, you, you've got fantastic counterpoint. Mm. You know, like you were what? You look at me like I'm crazy. No, 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 no. That's not why. <laughs> <laughs> it's the signs and this and the spreadsheets. No, and, no, uh, no. I'm just kind of, I'm just focused, man. That's all. <laughs> so and I'm just neurotic. So the <laughs> so the the I the, your, your counterpoint is fantastic. Where you say no one is marrying my mother, my grandmother for her hand jobs. Right. That is immediately you're in just absurd yeah. imaginary land. Yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. And then you get to go off into why she's that, right that, yeah. yeah that's so fun <laughs> oh, that's so like fun. i mean that's just fun to do you know <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah i mean that's uh that's like one of those you know when you write the one thing and you're like oh this door just opened and there's a bunch <laughs> of shit beyond this yeah, door yeah, yeah. that i want to play around with um yeah. that was just one of those where i just i got lucky that i just opened the right door on that bit mm-hmm. uh-huh. i mean yeah. and that's and that's a counterpoint in general anytime you say what something's not yeah then you can play you can t- you can go on that forever Yes, uh, and, and you could just have you, it's just 
so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just, yeah, that was one of those where I just got to do it. You sit down and you're like, what are her hands like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That afternoon's a great afternoon. Just, yeah. You know? I was, I was just thinking, like, like, what are, do you have any B-sides for that? Uh, I, can't, I, I mean, I, I definitely do. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember any offhand. Yeah, But yeah. I'm sure there were some that were like, okay, that killed for comics, mm-hmm. but that was way too dark yeah, or too much yeah, for yeah, audience yeah. members. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of uh, that starting out. That's like a just a lot of it. It's just killing in front of other comedians mm-hmm. and then just bombing in front of real people who are like, yeah, we don't. That's just, that's really awful. Way too much. Why would you say that? You know <laughs> yeah. And you're I, like, because I've been trying to cut through comedy calluses. Yeah, <laughs> and you get frustrated because you're like, I finally got a joke that works, yeah, yeah. and you guys hate it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you think I'm like evil for saying. Yeah. That. Right. Right. There's like this element of an amazing set that have like those magical sets yeah. you have where there's a spontaneous energy and then totally. like you're like everyone's all completely present. I'm, yeah. But like when you and that's like just like a regular set that you right. do every night in 12, 15 minutes or whatever. Right. When you're sitting down and you're like, it needs to go <laughs> yeah. in this direction. Yeah. Do yeah. You, does you think it fucks with it or do you just kind of embrace that there's a narrative anyway and so uh, it frees you yeah. up almost? Yeah. If I if I know the natural order of it. Like, say, for example, on the album, yeah. like, I know that it has this arc to it, then it's easy to find my foothold again, as long as I can remember the last thing I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I can, I know kind of where I am in the movie. Uh-huh. So I know what the next scene is, and then I know what the ending is going to be. Yeah. So, like, there is, um, it allows uh, for me to embrace uh, what could be chaos a little bit more, because I know the road that lies ahead. Yeah, you're yeah. like, I will mm. save this with like a million different things. Yes. So if yeah, this yeah, goes yeah. For, yeah. Like Bruno Mars, you talk about the Bruno Mars guy. I'm Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. immediately, like, yeah. up top. Right, well, that was the thing, too, where it's, I wanted, you know, I'm, I wasn't going to break away, I'm not Rory, I'm not going to do exactly that, but I'm also, I didn't want to be super rigid up there. Yeah. So if something did happen in the room, mm-hmm. like, I wanted to address, I wanted wanted it to feel as close to a real set as it could mm-hmm. for sure um that, was, it, and that's a, that sounds like a very conscious choice yes. also it's a yeah. showcase yeah. it's yeah. not it's not a like you did jeff's show and right. there was like weird energy yeah. with the crowd where a woman like literally was like <laughs> like like had to like felt like she needed to make you feel better about right. a new punchline yeah, not yeah, working yeah, as yeah, well yeah, yeah 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 and it was like <laughs> where in this case it's like everyone is there because they know you're recording this for comedy central <laughs> right. records yeah. and yes. they know it's a showcase yes. of your talents yes. so they're they're already confident you're a great performer yeah uh, yes and I they're coming to an album taping they there are a lot of signs along the way yeah that um they know where they are and they know how to behave in that environment. Mm-hmm. So like I, I wasn't too worried, but at the same time, going back to what we were saying about um, that comfortable sort of feel, yeah. I didn't want the album to feel stiff. I wanted it to feel like this is as close to any live show as you could see from yeah. me. So it's like, if that guy did laugh hard at that, like, I was like, well, I'll say something, and if anything, we'll just edit it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, there were a couple How things. How much? Oh. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. How much editing it, it got um, done with this? A little bit. I mean, there was, it was just, I, I taped it in, like, late May or July, and it was mm-hmm. at the creek, so it was 100 degrees in there. <laughs> so, you know, at some point, it just it was too hot. Yeah, there was yeah. just sweat. There was, I was just, so I took off my shirt, and, you know, I had whatever undershirt that I had on, or, um, and that was, like, 
I think it was funny because I, I might have been wearing like this. I might have been wearing like yeah. just like some Under Armour shirt and I just look gross. But uh, yeah, I was, yeah. you know, and like I started talking Sounds about great for an album, though. Yeah. I started <laughs> talking about my album, my outfit or whatever the hell. And it was like, you know, there was like a good minute or two of just me riffing in the room and like taking my shirt off and shitting on like uh, what I was wearing and stuff. Yeah. But like it just didn't make sense within the album mm-hmm. because there's not uh, the album. It's it's loose in terms of the way it's performed, but it's yeah. strict in terms of. Uh, um, the jokes on it, so it just didn't fit. Whereas, like the Bruno Mars thing, it gets called back at a mm-hmm. later time, so it yeah. kind of was like, oh, that doesn't break up the flow of the album too much. So let's just keep it. Also, you like explain why you're calling him Bruno Mars Pretty. You're like yeah. a guy that looks like you. You're yeah. excited about yeah, that, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. So you yeah. already they know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was that um, the outfit, or yeah, me taking my shirt off. And then one joke, I think, were the only things taken out. For mm-hmm. some reason, every time you say the time when I took my shirt, I, I just think of just like a, <laughs> you just took your shirt off. Right. Your shirt, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like burnt pressure. Look at me, day. people. Look at me <laughs> in the, the flesh. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like sweat sprays. <laughs> yeah. through the yeah. light. It was hot, man. It was hot, and I just couldn't do it any longer. Yeah, it, yeah. it got a big laugh because I think people were like, what, what is it? Was he crazy? <laughs> but yeah. What specific techniques did you use to load that hour into your brain? Anything? Um, I just, I, I would, I mean, I had this set for a while. Like I was saying, I mean, I had probably been head- going on the road. Yeah, I had probably been headlining, um, not full club weekends, but like um, at least once or twice a month, I would do like a 45 minute set on the road. So like I pretty much knew the structure of the album. And I, I was, I've been doing it pretty often. And then like, uh, any downtime that I had, like if I was on the train and I wasn't listening to a podcast or music or I had some time to myself, I would just glance at the order and it became a thing where it was like very second nature. Mm -hmm. Um, but just for safety, I had, um, I had written it out on like white sheets and taped it to the stage. Mm -hmm. So just in case I could look down and see where I was at. I don't know if I did that during the recording. I think I had it at that point, but I did that just in case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meaning, meaning like you actually had a bunch of white sheets lined up on the stage in front of you, Mm -hmm. angled toward you. Yes. I had, well, no, I think I had four, uh, white sheets just taped to the stage that had all like the bullet point, like Mm. all the bit titles on them. And then just with like blue tape over them. Mm -hmm. So at any moment I could just look down and they're right there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Yeah. I mean like why you go to all that trouble to do an album recording and And you're not going to have a backup plan just in case your brain decides to rebel against what you're doing. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's great. Uh, I want to do, I want to keep playing this because this is coming up on one of my, one of my favorite jokes in your album. Oh, for sure. My grandmother's boyfriend, he recently lost his shoe. We had to get him a new shoe. But he only has one leg, and they only sell shoes in pairs. We didn't want to throw the other one out. We found someone else in the nursing home with a matching missing opposite leg. Who's the right shoe size? Oh, just the saddest scavenger hunt I've ever done. <laughs> The darkest sequel to Cinderella. (laughs) (laughs) 
love All right. that so much. Love yeah. that joke. Oh, thanks. Love man. that joke. <laughs> thanks. Also, uh, going back just a tad, um, sure. when you said, when you were talking about your mom and yeah, yeah. you said, and I wanted to egg her on. Yeah. I feel like that really establishes a piece of your character. Right, 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 right. right. You're just like, I'm going to, I I enjoy, Yeah. you know, pushing my mom's buttons a little bit. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm probably yeah. going to do it to you, audience. Yeah. Just here and <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah, because that's always been the thing. Because uh, then this is another thing that I just learned through comedy where people are like, oh, you're very likable. Uh-huh. You know, you're, you're very friendly, very endearing on stage or whatever. So that was a thing I was conscious of, too, because I never thought of myself in that mm-hmm. manner. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just think of myself as like I'm a comic. Uh-huh. So I find dark, mean things funny. Yeah, yeah. But I'm but coming from me seems strange. Because I do, I guess, have this likable demeanor. But so I've always been... like a resting smiley face. Right, right, right. So I've been very... I try to be very conscious of like, well, I don't want to be cheesy. Uh You know what I mean? So it's like, I want to make sure that I do have those aspects of my personality represented. Like the... Yeah, I'm going to egg you on and I'm going to be kind of a dick a little bit. Uh-huh. Not mm-hmm. like in, playfully, right. you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And and you you I think you you do that well. That's so perfect. I'm going to I'm going to introduce you now. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> Come on. Let's talk about sex. Anthony may be the most likable man alive. (laughs) (laughs) He's been on Comedy Central, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and he told one of his bits on This American Life. I heard that, and I'd known you from the train. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh! Oh, hey. <laughs> it's beloved by the comedy community, nice as can be. Uh, I've never heard a bad word said about That's Anthony, nice. and and he's been kind to both of us. Uh, yeah. yeah, and 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that saying this is causing you some discomfort, which I think <laughs> is a, not a nice way to repay your kindness. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's nice. I, I don't know. Yeah, I do get a little uncomfortable. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I think anybody does with that, but like yeah. for real, no, you were, uh, I had just arrived in, um, in New York yeah. and I was miserable. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sure. miserable. It's uh, a terrifying place. Freshly divorced, starting out at something I was horrible at, <laughs> sure. uh, and knew nobody. And, and like, I saw you do so well. I think it was probably at the Creek and we happened right. to be going the same way on the train and you were so nice to me. Oh, I, cool. I, I remember being like, well, there is at least one nice person in this city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the comedy in general, especially as like you go up through it, um, everyone gets nicer and nicer mm-hmm. just because I think we're just we're allowed to do this. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's some crazy ass gig. And the fact the government hasn't taken it away, it's like <laughs> insane. So I, I think in some respect, like people are just thrilled to be doing this for their job. Yeah. So uh yeah, yeah I, I think as you keep going up through the ranks, you uh-huh. find that people get nicer and nicer also, because uh, of that. I love this phrase that mean people aren't happy and happy people aren't mean. Right. And and I think that's a part of it. Like when if you're cripplingly insecure yeah. within the occupation that you're going yeah. after, it's hard to be friendly to people. Yeah. It takes right. a lot of effort. Yeah. But if you're comfortable in yourself and your yeah. skills, it's really it's a lot easier to just be like, oh yeah, it's cool. It's whatever. Totally. Yeah. And you know, it, it sucks starting out 
it's it's horrible starting yeah, yeah. it's so Everyone's hard afraid to like compliment each other i've also yeah this, I, li- I like giving people compliments yeah. and people get like weirded out i'm like i know i feel like this is like this would help us if yeah we did yeah. This yeah, more. yeah yeah we're, yeah we're, yeah we're not asking like, like for everyone does like group hugs after sets but it's like it's not the worst thing in the world to be like hey that was funny what you did yeah, yeah. i mean i remember because i came up in new york and i just started out doing Mic after mic after mic, mm-hmm. bomb, 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 bomb. And the first time I did a show, almost everything worked. And I was like, wait, some of that was funny yeah. the whole time? I mean, yeah. unbelievable, who you know? Put you, who put you on a show if you never made any of them laugh? Uh, I think nice, somebody nice was nice like, friend. no, I thought that was funny. Uh, and I was uh, like, well, you are in yeah, the yeah. well minority yeah. here. The first uh, time you get bucked, it's yeah. like, oh, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was one of those things where I was like, why didn't, you know, why, why haven't people just been... Sort of nice. I'm not yeah. asking for you know. It was well. Do you, uh, yeah. do you, you going back to that documentary comedian? Yeah. I remember watching that like when I was very yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there's a scene where Orny Adams, who is like a cautionary tale because yeah, sure. of that yeah. documentary, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like he's like uh, when you're not funny, everyone's gonna tell you you're funny. But once you start getting funny, everyone's a dick to you. Like and I was like, I don't huh? think this I is know. the rule at that, all. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's, well, like, that's the I, problem. Maybe because you're a dick. I watched, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I watched yeah, yeah, that exactly. and I was like, I watched that. And I was like, well, there is a wonderful guidebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, I'm gonna weed these things out of my personality. <laughs> and yeah. then it goes back oh, to like God. the Jerry Seinfeld a- yeah. and it's like him and Chris Rock being like, That shit's funny. You yeah. should like yeah. and it's like, yeah. what this, you're so yeah. wrong, dude. Yeah. That is I mean, as I've found uh, so far through this, it's like the most people that help me, it's just other comics. Mm-hmm. Whether it be joke writing sure. or whether it be any career stuff, it's all other comics. Uh-huh. So it's um uh I, I and that's like a beautiful beautiful thing about it yeah is that to some degree the that's we're still in control of this profession in a lot of ways i think conan has it perfectly down yeah here he just says be kind work hard good things will happen totally that, that really is all it is it, it's a hundred percent that they'll just attach those selves to that uh-huh um and it's it's so simple you mm-hmm. just have to do that and you don't have to get like bitter about like no. people get like competitive with Dude, people they insane. think look like them or like yeah. act like them <laughs> yeah. it's like, i know i've i've heard the craziest things out of comics mouths as g- give me some good ones you know what i mean exactly those things where i'm like i should get a different haircut i look too much like that guy and it's like uh, that has nothing to do with it yeah nothing yeah, yeah. at all and <laughs> like if that's what you think is just the separation yeah you're you're just you're in this for the way wrong reasons yeah yeah, yeah. I was actually I I think I've told you this, but I do you know Joey Gay? Yeah. So me and Joey Gay yeah, yeah. did the show in Delaware, yeah. And we and we were driving, and he was just telling me like stories, and he was like, when I was with Zach Galifianakis, yeah. Zach Galifianakis was very like trim and clean shaven, yeah. and he's very like pretty secretly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he is, like yeah. intentionally made himself haggard because he was like, my jokes are so weird, dude. People don't expect it from my pretty face. I mean, that makes sense. That makes that sense. that makes sense. But you're right. That is weird when comics are like it's my look getting in the way yeah of my yeah yeah career. maybe if i added two more vowels <laughs> to my first name it's like all these like strange shortcuts and it's yeah. like no like the formula has been the same the whole time and it's super easy to follow sometimes people change their stage name like three years in i'm like what <laughs> yeah. are you doing I, I, that's my favorite yeah. change your stage name three years in or b- comics who are bitter like two years in yeah you know what i mean like these netflix 15s <laughs> come out and they're like can you believe it and it's like i can't believe you have an opinion on this. yeah yeah yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All yeah. my friends that have, um, they're sweet people, but they've, they that have quit stand up yeah. have the most to say about the latest special. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. So ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Let's talk about sex. 
I want to play another bit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so this is this is I had a weird childhood. Mm. This is I want to do the whole thing. I want to do it in three parts. Okay, um, but put, feel free to stop me anytime. Okay, cool. All right. I had such oh, a weird, weird childhood. No, All women raised me. <laughs> no, no, I was totally kidding. You said feel free to stop me anytime. <laughs> All right, so uh, earnest, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, you, have, you have no idea. Well, that wasn't according to plan yeah, yeah. at all. <laughs> Ugh, good thing I'm in control of the editing. All right, Jeff's head starts steaming. Yeah. Well, the veins are popping. Yeah. Is the vein popping? Yeah, the yeah, vein is popping. Yeah, I, yeah. I have to call that out on stage uh, now. I have to yeah. do that. Just one big penis. <laughs> just walk, look at it. A, a woman. Just last night, I made a joke about the vein because I knew it was popping. I could yeah. feel it. I'm super self conscious of it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I did made a joke about how I look like a like a just a giant human dick yeah. and uh, and 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 she came up to me she's like you should wink when you say that <laughs> like, wow going in my act right. <laughs> she was also a girl that when I did a bit about how South Korean girls get eye surgery and how that's weird that that's not the weird Korea right there's she was like which one is the weird one yeah, I mean <laughs> so like, and very earnestly oh no, South South Korea yeah, like, there's the only like, other said, choice South, what's the other one? I don't know. I don't All know. right, well, now we have to get back on track. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, about that. <laughs> All right. I had such a weird childhood. All women raised me. I grew up without a father. I was raised by my mom, my grandma, and four aunts. And because of that, guys think I have insights on how to pick up women. They'll be like, oh, you must be good with girls. Yeah, why? You think my aunt sat me down? Like, here's how you fuck us. Skeevy dudes and horny older brothers teach you how to pick up women. Women teach you how to listen to women. But take you home from a bar? I have no idea. You got a thyroid problem? Let's talk about it. All right, all right, all right. So that's the first. Here's how we. Yeah, yeah. here's how you fuck, fuck us. us. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so great. I love like playing that out. Uh, like, yeah, you, know, you must know how to like. Ah, oh, that's it's it's so it it is true. It is a hundred percent true. And any advice that women give you typically on how to pick up women is not particularly good. No, uh, it, it's really bad. Yeah. And then I've even had girlfriends where we they want to go after girls, and then they come to me and they're really frustrated i'm like yeah yeah i've been working on this my whole life yeah, it's, yeah. very yeah. difficult it's extremely you're not yeah. an easy yeah. group yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. super yeah. hard yeah not at all <laughs> yeah no yeah i've been making faces in the corner all night nobody's been coming up to me yeah, yeah i know <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 making faces yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think that was a joke where I think I probably had the listening and thyroid problem like very early on, mm-hmm. like years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I never had the um, punch, uh, the punch. Mm-hmm. So that's why like the joke the would always, the joke would always kind of land, but it was like a soft hit. Yep. Yeah. Um, but once I got that, I was like, oh, this is a bit now. Yeah. Because that yeah. was like a big punch. And then the second, the, the other one could be kind of like a secondary one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and you say it real early too. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I heard uh, Mulaney talk about that on something 
where he was uh-huh. talking about like move the the funniest part up yes then the like the other tags like swim in its wake totally basically. that's a hundred percent that's yeah. a great move uh, the funniest way part to up. put it <laughs> yeah yeah, then, yeah. Then it's get like, to the point was like the get thing. yeah get to the funny part and make that hit really hard because also then you can do like nine tags yes. after that you can do angle angle tag tag because the audience is already laughing You've that already sounds like you're on going. telling you how to fuck her actually right. angle angle <laughs> yeah, tag yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no her advice not, none of it worked yeah yeah it's it's a very uh it's, it's such a great i love the counterpoint and i like how you get into it i actually like take down and listen to different ways that people get into yeah. their counter examples right it's, it's not as if people never you never see people do blah 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 yeah, yeah what yeah. i liked about this particular one is that there's action in it you go right it, it's not like she sat me down and was like blah blah right. blah like the, it's it yeah i like that it's like instantly you have painted a picture right. of someone being given sage advice right yeah right yeah, yeah, and yeah. people now see this young kid looking up at the, at your yeah. aunt or whoever I, yeah honestly i think that's from like i i mean i watched a lot of just like deaf comedy jam growing up yeah and i don't think that i knew that i would ever be able to do those act outs mm-hmm. but wow. i love them so much so yeah. it was like well how do i do that without the performance mm-hmm. so it's like well i need to paint that scene with words but also get those words across fast so i don't lose the audience mm-hmm. so it's like one it just needs to be one detail like that like yeah. sitting someone down uh-huh. whereas you would see you know uh whoever go up on you know like deaf martin. comedy jam like martin and yeah. that would be like a 20 minute performance <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. i could i can't do that yeah but if i can do that yeah. in one word like right. that, that that stuff just always made me laugh so hard yes mm-hmm. yeah. for sure mm-hmm. and 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 i like it because uh, I, I think a strong or a weaker version of that would just be. Yeah. It's not like she ever said this. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Which yeah. would still be funny. Yeah, it's not like she ever totally. said this. How you fuck us? Totally. But just that little extra step. Yeah, uh-huh. paints that picture. Right. They visualize it, right. and then the punch hits. Yeah, because yeah. some people can do that with their performances, and um, I've just never been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It's, yeah, you it's really have now. had to uh, kludge in good writing. Like, <laughs> 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 wow, what a crutch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. I just, I wish, man. I got, I've got, I've tried at some open mics of being like me. I'm the guy sitting down. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh boy, is it awful and awkward. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next chunk? Yeah, good. <laughs> I also, I'm an only child, and she never wanted me to feel alone as a kid. My whole childhood, I had bunk beds. I never had a brother to sleep in the top bunk. Kids would come over. I looked like a widow. Put down an empty plate. It's just like, that's where my brother sleeps. He'll be back any day now. His name is whatever your name is. I get nervous. My mom is a widow. My dad died when I was a baby. And she's never had any other boyfriends. I'm at the exact age when they met, and I look just like them. So every time, she's like, you look really nice. I'm like, you don't want to fuck me, right? (laughs) No, last Christmas, she was like, you should buy a leather jacket. Your dad used to wear those. I was like, no, I think I'm good. Probably shave my head, get a nose job, get away from his look. (laughs) And I really think it's her plan the whole time. Like, he died. Her friends are like, you'll meet someone new. She's like, I'll make someone new. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah. Hit it, Harrison. Dead dad material. Oh my god! Well, oh you yeah, the, man. Dead dad club. This the secret that you just like crushed to death. You just kind of like push through it. Yeah, like, my dad died, and then here's the funny. Yeah, bit. yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. Yeah. Fucking wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's not the important part. Yeah, the, the important, important part is, is your mom the, wants to fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's Which what I'm trying to get my to. Mom and it's weird, yeah. right, too. Oh, it's totally. Like, and it's I'm like sure. Creepy. Yes. Does she comment on how your butt looks in jeans? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but she does, like, uh, she, yes, she does things where I, I think it was like something like after Colbert, like she sent a text and she was like, um, as a mom, you did great. As a woman, and I was like, I don't hear whatever the rest of it is going to be. Have you said that on stage? What? Yeah, I said it on stage. That is and, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As a woman? Yeah. What did she say as a woman? She just said, and I was like, I don't want to know. And then she just wrote, you look hot. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't found the right angle after that, but I got the beginning of that. Yeah. That's really yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woman, you look hot. Yeah. But yeah, no, going back to what you're saying, yeah, the dad part, that's just like, that's a detail that I need to tell you but i don't need that's not an important that's just that just makes whatever i'm gonna say important but like that's not like a big Mm -hmm. focal focus point Mm -hmm. and it makes it like like i just i think maybe the show we were on together i might have talked about that like there's this joke i'm doing about how like my dad died when i was six and uh, I think he was holding us back because my mom's <laughs> like my mom's career like took off right, after he right, died. Right, right. And but I just I just say he's de- like yeah. and, and the most of the bit is about how she's like like a beast. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like it's so awkward when you got to say it. Yeah. It's even awkward if they, like, I was raised by a single mother. Yes, like even that. Even that yeah. Because I'm like, am I clap. sounding to try? Yeah. And then I have to be like, my dad died. (laughs) (laughs) You're clapping for his murder. (laughs) Or not murder, but, you know, car accident. It claps don't. Yeah. They throw them off. It's so funny because they want to be, you know, they want to be like proud, single, you know what I mean? Like, and I get the sentiment behind it, but it's like, well, now I got to tell you (laughs) an ugly truth that I might have just not, I might have not done that second bit, but now, like, I'm definitely doing it. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) I think, I think one of the things that, is striking about what you do is you are self-deprecating in sure. a way that people never feel bad for you uh yeah i've ever seen yeah it does happen um it does and that's just and forget through... anything i was about no no no, <laughs> no, no like, right. the, like the show where the woman was like that's okay yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah it does happen i mean like that's just a product of just like those jokes are just beaten out uh-huh. And it's like they started off maybe in some way that people just felt bad without laughing. Mm-hmm. And then I just got them to a place where like they were more funny than people felt bad. But it still happens with some jokes where um, uh, yeah, I try to write them in a way where I'm not trying to get any sympathy from people. I'm just trying to point out what's the funniest part in my eyes of yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So I, I think maybe that has something to do with it. And I feel, if I feel a whiff of that in the same way of going back to the thing I said about being likable, mm-hmm. like if I feel a whiff of like, oh, I'm being I'm, I'm being too cheesy or I'm being too much like I'll, I'll yeah, I'm, I try to be very aware of it. So with the self-deprecating, I'm very aware of like when it's like, oh, is this just. Is this just sad and not funny? And if yeah. it sounds like that, how do I make it so it's just funny? Maybe you say there's you're in the a, wrong mood, a, you're yeah. tired, and so it seems like you're yeah. sad about it. Yeah. yeah, it's even that. It's even like 
um, just cadence shifts with some of them, yeah. so it doesn't sound yes. like it's sad. Like I like a there's, goofy, silly voice right. will fix it. Totally, it's, it's so totally funny. true. It's so a goofy, uplifting voice will make a joke go from like, oh, I feel bad for this guy, to like, yeah. ah, what a goof. He's laughing at it. It's Who gives a, a silly shit? Yeah. voice. Yeah, can fix a joke. It really it's is. So it's, it's same crazy. words, same ideas, same yep. everything. But all of a sudden, yep. they're like, he's okay with it. I'm okay with totally. it. Totally, hundred percent. Yeah, there's right. a. I think there's like a ratio that you have to hit and it's like it's it's just the the funny to x ratio like yeah. how funny to dark yeah like funny funny to evil yeah funny to wrong totally funny to sad yeah funny to whatever and if and 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 it's it needs to have a little bit of that spice to get a yes. solid laugh uh-huh. yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to have it yeah can't just uh, but but if you and the, the crazy thing is that the ratio stays as long as you get the ratio right. Yeah. If you can pile up and make the numbers on both sides of the ratio yeah. higher, then you get bigger and bigger and bigger laughs. Right. And where people screw up is where they just add more dark. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> it is so yeah. dumb, maybe, but no, 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 yeah. it doesn't. I mean, it is a lot like cooking, where it is like ah, you just kind of t- you just kind of play around with these different spices, and then eventually you're like, oh, this is good now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it really is. There's this um, guy that's he's he just started stand up. Right. And and he uh, does interesting sets. Sure. And he just like did his act. And then the last thing before he was like, before I get off, um, I have um, uh, cancerous growths on my uh, foreskin. Right. All right. Goodbye. And then yeah, he just yeah, yeah. like, is that you working that out? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm just setting up the premise. Yeah. 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 How do you yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah. Like, this seems really sad, man. You should really check it out. I hope it, yeah. everything's okay. And yeah, I think to some degree too, like you were saying, uh, it's just like, it is just that self-policing and just listening to a set yeah. and being like, oh, does this sound too much? Like I'm just relying on this device. And then like, I'm just painting a picture of like this lovable loser. Or am I doing enough stuff in there? That's like, that is that like, oh, Oh, this one's dark, or this one, like I'm making fun of a person, so that yeah. it, you're not just um, being self-deprecating, 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 self-deprecating. Right, right, yeah, right. Come on, let's talk about sex. So at first, I got an apartment on Craigslist. I lived with a very judgmental gay Korean guy and his cat. <laughs> And I don't know if anyone's ever lived with a cat and a very judgmental gay Korean guy, but it's just two cats. (laughs) 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 Meow, meow. Oh, yeah. I love that oh, so much. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. my favorite joke. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think I've seen you do. I think you did that at our show at seven thirty nine. Yeah. I yeah. don't think I've ever. I love that so much. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that that was one where I had to get the wording just right. Yeah. It was like that yeah. one. It was. It's weird that one where it's like if I say cats, if I say if it, if I go uh, judgmental Korean and his cat. Um, two cats, it doesn't work. But if I go cat and judgmental gay Korean, two cats, it works. Yeah. It's spacing. Oh man, yeah, it's like real weird. That's funny. That, That's that like one, the Bill Burr joke about like these the white people say like yeah. fucking Asian. Totally. Guy Asian yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just needed that space between to forget about the Isn't word cats for it to come back to make people laugh. Oh, it's cool. like I don't know. I want to do a bit about this, but like 
uh, people of color just sounds like we change the conjugation of colored right. people. Right, like, right, 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 right. Like it's like yeah, one of them yeah. is yeah. offensive, but we just add an of in there. And <laughs> it's and, true. Yeah. It's like I just think white people don't know how to not look terrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And the more yeah. they try to not, the more terrible. The more they, they look. do. It's 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 it sounds too. We're terrible now. at not. We can't. Yeah, no, just right. don't know how to like really like bust balls. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, Actually, I I loved when I went. I, I lived in the UK for a little while, and they know how to bust balls. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. call it taking the piss. Yeah. And when I went there, I was like, I am fucking home. Like this yeah, is yeah, so yeah. much fun. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. Just and then I came back, and people were like, You are mean. <laughs> I kind of get that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Let's talk about sex. This is I was single. By Anthony DeVito yeah. <laughs> on his. All right. <laughs> I hated being single. It's the worst. It, there's just no rules. Like, I'm not. But if I was single right now, Johnny Depp is also single. We would be allowed to hit on the same women. <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> he lives in a French castle with no roommates. I live in Queens with a guy named Mad Dog. <laughs> That's why being single should be more like sports, where you have clear, defined leagues. You're six foot two, you make good money, you have health insurance, you shouldn't be allowed to turn the cashier at Target. Those are my people. You stay off my land. And I was also single in my 30s. A lot of the good ones are taken. When the next group of people turned 18, I should have got the first shot at them. <laughs> you're the worst team in the league, you get the first pick in the draft. <laughs> I used to be a lot less cynical um, about love. I used to believe love conquers all. I used to really be like, love conquers all. Yes, it does. But then my girlfriend in college cheated on me with my best friend. They started dating. Now they're married. So I'm the thing love conquered. <laughs> Never seen that title, romantic comedy. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Sir Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> okay. That right. is uh, unbelievable. Oh, wow. Thanks. Oh, thanks. So, so, yeah. I'm the thing. Love Conquer. It's so, so funny. And your pacing in that particular bit. Oh, thanks. To me is just the pause management in it is so great. And for whatever reason, like that, that is even more of a like tra- that seems like as tragic as your dad dying. It's a lot of I so much emotion. Yes, oh. I would say that of all you because you were going back to the do mm-hmm. people ever feel bad? Mm-hmm. That is the only bit consistently no matter how many of the other bits kill and doesn't matter my dad died <laughs> anything else that is the one bit where some uh audience members uh will go like oh come on i mean that oh that hurts <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why but yeah that bit um it, it more often than not will uh, garner that response. People will laugh, yeah, but yeah. there will be a couple of those in the They'll crowd. They'll like want to hug and, you. And well. I've, yeah, and I've tried my best. That's the one bit where I've never been able to totally get it to a point where it's just all laughs every time. Yeah, Inevitably, yeah. people will have a different reaction to that bit. It, and at some point, I just accepted that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So yeah, there was yeah. A, you were like, I'm not. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna yeah. get it. And then finally, tried for years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Tried for years. Tried a million different setups. Tried playing around with the tone. 
uh, didn't matter. Didn't matter the painted smile that I could it's, put on my face and the energy. It's almost yeah. like yeah. we can take death, but betrayal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah. Well, Brokenhearted betrayal? Betrayal is a much. choice. Yeah. Death just takes you. Yep. Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, no yeah. one just, you know, unless it's suicide, but like, but still, that's still, not... That's still not... That's not like you were giving them death. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. You were. Yeah. Gi- I was giving you sex and love, and then you decided to do it with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah with death, it's, they're not like, well, I chose life over here. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so... Totally. They're like, they're like uh, look, Death is death sucks, but we accept it as part of life. Right. But uh-huh. that's wrong, like, right? And people are just like, <laughs> totally. I can't take it. I yeah, that it. that is the one where I I never uh, uh, got, never was able to just get it to just laughs every time, mm-hmm. and I just had to be okay with that because I was just beat my head up against a wall. It's probably like a a, a a I don't know mile marker for maturity as a comedian yeah. to say that to yourself. No, totally. And go okay. That's cool. You're going to take, that's how you're going to take it. I was just like, that's just how the reaction is going to go. And that second line uh, almost, oh, that line, that line's easier to swallow and yeah, usually yeah. hits. And I, and I, I had to make sure that I had a second line. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like sometimes I would just have a bomb line prepared because I was like doing that bit at like, you know, I was doing that bit at like casinos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, still am. I'm, I haven't moved on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a slot machine. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like telling this like heart wrenching thing. Um, like a crazy person. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So like I, I would, you know, I just, I played around for years with what to do after that line because sometimes it would kill and then other times it would just be so weird on stage. So I had bomb lines for a while. And then I think after a little bit, I was like, oh, I need to come up with some kind of a second angle that's just funny uh-huh. to just kind of like bring everyone back to like homeostasis a little bit. Yeah. The way you deliver this is I have this in bold here. Just, just mentioned you're just like, everything's okay now. Yeah. Everything's yeah, okay yeah, now. yeah. 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 I try I, that. I felt like that was the, the best way to sort of do it. I, I played around with like a bunch of different, and I think I would even say that afterwards, like that, that was part of the bomb line was just like, you know, everything's okay now. Look at me. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm wearing jeans, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> but like I just, I didn't like it enough to keep it. And I was like, Oh, I think I should have something else that's better than that. Do you think this is weird? This goes back to like what we we're talking yeah, about yeah. before with like the you want to maybe talk about bigger and bigger things. Yeah. Do you maybe want to expand on stories like that? Yeah, I think I think that's so. a good story. Yeah. to I, I think about. Yes, yeah. I, I think so. That that's I think partly what I meant in that too, like that I was saying earlier. Yeah. Is that I just want to be more expansive. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't like right now. I think like aside from certain stories that I have. Most bits are like a minute, minute and a half long. I'd mm-hmm. love to get them to like two to two and a half minutes. Yeah. Just as like a personal challenge. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. For but sure. I want to try to do that. Yeah. Like I watched Burr. That, why do I do this? I just came across it like yeah, a month yeah. or two ago. And I mean, man, there's just, it's so dense. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, his bits are longer and the style's different, but it's like, I'd love to go for that. Even though I'm like, I'll miss the mark entirely, but I think it's worthwhile to attempt it. Yeah. Just talk. Yeah. yeah. Flush it out. Yeah. 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 Come on. Let's talk about sex. We're at an hour and 27 minutes. Oh, so nice. Let's do another 15 ish, something like Sounds that. Sounds good, man. As yeah. long as I, because I, I know in the beginning, I, I, I think I sounded too, uh, too serious. I love this. <laughs> if, if there's any, if you, we can, I don't have an end time. So it's like, uh, hey, if no there's worries. anything in there that you're like, oh, we wanted to hit that, but we didn't really hit it, like, don't worry about it. Okay. We can and, hit it. and you know what? I can edit you out of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> 
me try to find importance in my own work and fail to do it. That's really what I was, I was like. I don't know. And I'm like, I, don't know. I just try to go out and be funny. Really. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's weird. Is like when we, um, like Norman even said, like on the pod, I was like, are we just like jerking each other off? Yeah. Or jer- yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, we're just like jerking you off. And like, you yeah, just yeah, tell just us like, how I'm- you like it. Like, yeah. like, basically. I don't know. All right, let's. I think I got it queued up here. Uh, Do you need more water? God damn! (laughs) Use your signs. God, God damn it! Just God and damn it! Just no sign for each. And then occasionally I just go, "Damn God!" All right. All right. All right. You ready? Good. Yeah, man. All right. Good. So this is from now. I'm in a relationship. Same album. All right. <laughs> Talking about his girlfriend. She's eight years younger than me. I'm 34. But when we first started dating, I was 30. She was 22. I knew what I was getting into. Every now and again, she's going to act her age. When she did, I let it slide. But friends of mine would get so mad, they'd be like, you're just going to let her behave like that? You're not going to say something? I'd be like, don't tell me how to raise my girlfriend. <laughs> Okay, so that joke, that, to me, this is my guess. I want to tell you my guess on that joke. My guess is that you did have people who were criticizing the behavior of your girlfriend. And they kept, and then eventually you probably were, at some point, were like, Jesus Christ, she's not my child. It's not not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't control her behavior. Why do you think I would? Yeah. Uh, Mm. Is that that about right? Um, no. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. I I had. Um, I think I was just trying to uh, I, I think I was just personally frustrated With uh-huh. um, stuff that she was doing yeah. And uh, <laughs> she was just acting immature And then I, I think I, I, I just said that to myself Yeah, yeah. Like um, I might have I put up a fake person in my head mm-hmm. That was like Saw her how she was behaving And was like you're just going to let her behave like that Yeah, yeah. And then in my head I, I think I just thought to myself Don't tell me how to raise my girlfriend <laughs> And then I just laughed Because I, I had the punchline for a little bit Yeah. Like, yeah. I, And then I just didn't have a reason to put it anywhere mm-hmm. And then finally I was like Oh just you know uh, build around it Build around it mm-hmm. And then yeah. that Came to be that way Well uh, Jeff calls that Like mapping Yeah like the, When you like Take like a common Turn of phrase And then yeah. you just Implement a different Subject Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me, tell me How to raise my children Yeah it, it, It's it, so yeah. funny it fits Just yeah. right It's it, like gold Exactly Like it just It made yeah. me laugh When I thought it And then I was like Oh that's a funny line And then I just Needed a place For that line to live And then I was like Yeah people have yeah. <laughs> When I first started Dating her Did criticize her face <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's like easy. I'll just Wait, put that together. Wait, what was the age disparity again? Uh, the age disparity is eight years. Eight years. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. I just yeah. yeah. Was, what totally. was your rebuttal? But have you seen her? <laughs> <laughs> She's youthful. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Those gams. laughs> I was drinking from the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> that's really no way to talk to a graduate. <laughs> <laughs> You're not seeing her in that. Case. Happen gown. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I'm, I'm so I'm so glad I have the real story on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I <laughs> I know I wanted to go with you with because that's just in my nature to yeah, not yeah. rock the boat. Uh, <laughs> I also I was like, well, I gotta be honest. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's so much funnier. Just how you said it, Jeff. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> that it was just an argument in your own head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all just in my head, and then uh, yeah, I, I just had the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the best. Those are yeah. those come a lot though. Like those like uh, where it's just like you just say it to yourself and you're like that's it yeah that's it totally nice. and then you just have to work backwards yeah but that's really fun because you get to work in that unconventional way yeah so it uh it, it's just it's more fun because you don't get to do it all that often mm-hmm. yeah and certain bits it just happens that way mm-hmm. for sure yeah you ha- you end up with this just like really funny phrase yeah like, oh well uh, now i gotta i guess i gotta write a joke around that phrase the tarantino joke <laughs> yeah 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 exactly tarantino yeah. Joke. Yeah. yeah 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 that's really cool <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, I want to finish out that, that bit. <laughs> sure. It's great. When we first started dating, a friend of mine was like, I just don't know how you can relate to someone in their early 20s. But the guy who said this is in an interracial relationship. That's a lot harder to relate to. At least at some point, I was 22. He's never been Korean. <laughs> For an afternoon, like he took a class. <laughs> If my girlfriend was ever like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, I'd be like, yeah, I remember that feeling. (laughs) But if she was ever like, why does everyone think I'm Chinese? I'd be like, oh, I thought you were too. Amazing. You can see the like ra- the tension early. Yeah. There's yes. just that suck. And it's yeah, like, where's yeah. it going with this? Even yeah. though they know you're you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's like, what if you just went to some racist? <laughs> like, no. like yeah. you date a Korean. Yeah. All right, I think you're on my side. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how I feel about Koreans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just go off on a tirade. That's what I, I meant know. by expansive. Yeah. Just expand yeah. my racist yeah, Absolutely. Views. No, I'd like so to get like, my more rela- radical political <laughs> ideas involved in my next album. Anti-Korean. Yeah. Oh, my Korean sentiment. Um, yeah, that was one where I, uh, it was, it started out abstract yeah. as just like an idea and um, people were just shying away from it yeah, because yeah. I think it, I just, it was too, it was too abrupt where I would just be like, man, being, you know, whatever the stigma is, you know, uh, age difference like uh-huh. uh racial difference is harder and yeah, i think people yeah. were like what like i'm off board i'm just off board yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so i had to make it um a, a person mm-hmm. it's a real person in my life but um they didn't criticize the relationship yeah uh-huh. that's in that's it's in it it's a real train of thought but mm-hmm. for the sake of the bit that person um their criticism had to be invented. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm only yeah. just finally doing that. Yeah. Uh, that's I, okay. I, I, I know it was just like, I have a problem with the truth. I really no, want I know. to I was the same way for a while too. And, and, and now I'm like, well, no one's fact checking. No one gives a shit. Yeah. It's funny or it's not. Yeah. And, yeah. and if I get the gist, then totally. fine. As long as you can get the idea across. And that goes back to what you were saying about like, you don't have to be so overt with like some of this stuff, yeah. but if you can sneak it in to, sure. um, like uh personal exchanges then uh-huh. like why not do it yeah like, it's just more power you you want the idea to get across mm-hmm. so yeah. however you feed it to them you know as long as they ate it really is the important <laughs> part yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah and she's a growing girl 
She's <laughs> a growing girl. Yeah, yeah. She's you know, got to eat. She's got, she's got her milk before bed. Uh, her chocolate sticks, as she calls them. <laughs> Those pirouettes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Chocolate sticks. Now it does sound like you were dating like a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are we saying? You can't know. You, you brush your teeth. You can't yeah. have them. Uh, yeah. Get in your incubator. <laughs> <laughs> I just this is off topic. I saw a lockbox for puppies in a in oh a, yeah 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 and and like Myrtle, near like Myrtle White yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. I was like, you just like put a dog yeah, in a cage dude. like a metal. You didn't pup. see what I did with that, no. uh, dude. Okay, so I took a picture of that, and my yeah. my buddy was in town, and he had his his baby with him, and his wife was back in D.C., and he wanted to hang out, but he's like, I can't. Uh, I, I have my baby. I, I probably probably can't <laughs> hang out, and so I I found a picture of his him with his baby and I, and that picture of that oh thing. the cryo and I crib photo- thing yeah I, no 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 this is a no, I, that's another thing but I like and so I photoshopped his baby like as though it's inside the thing and then I posted said look we can thank you so much Vince and then his wife goes is this a joke this isn't like she she, she knows it that's it's a little hilarious. like out there yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like I, I did the whole thing it says like Charlotte Parker because like it's a it's oh dog my Parker God. Charlotte, oh, her name's Charlotte. Wow. and then she was just like this is not this is, is this a joke no I don't do jokes what are you talking about I, I, Let's go, yeah. dude. We're going to party. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's so the fun. one part of you being so organized. <laughs> it's when you pull a prank, it's like, did you just ruin my life? <laughs> so like, like, well, well, I knew it was like... a joke when I saw that, you know, it was so lazy. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you're never going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a nine, like a four-year uh, email exchange with a magician with right, your name? Right. You know what he does? He has an email exchange with this magician who has the same name and website. Yeah. And so, and he just keeps sending keep this guy messages like, I keep getting your spells cast yeah, on me from your yeah, fans. Like, please, so please, I know you're an evil warlock, so and I'm funny. so sorry. I, I don't know why you're impo- you're trying to take my identity. Please stop. <laughs> and he's like, this isn't funny. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Please don't. I, the, the, the wrath of the wizard. I don't. <laughs> and then really I posted cool it, and he, yeah, he got uh, <laughs> somebody sent it to him. And he's like, what's up with this? <laughs> so funny. To piss that's off great. a magician is yeah, wonderful. Anyone who takes himself that serious yeah, that yeah. silly it's like of course yeah. you're with just... rabbits and cards yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's do some more anthony material this is it's going well and i'm going to start a yeah. little ways into the bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> every now and again i'll masturbate to acquaintances so i'll see some of you later And it's awkward because then you see them in real life and your timelines are very different. (laughs) I saw a female friend of mine the other day. She was like, it's been a while. I was like, no, it hasn't. (laughs) We see each other quite a bit. Okay. So that... I, yeah, I, yeah. I like that joke. I, mean, I think I feel like that whole section is just, well, I have all these masturbation jokes. Yeah. I, gotta, I put them somewhere. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, going back to what I was saying, I was like, yeah, I wanted to be earnest with the title tracks. Um, <laughs> but then it was like, well, I, I, what am I just going to say? But I've been masturbating. Uh, like, so, <laughs> I, it just didn't fit into the scheme. So I was like, I'll just put it's going well. And yeah. that's like, uh, a funny enough um yeah. misdirect oh, but sure. but yeah i was i mean i i had yeah exactly i had like three masturbation jokes where i'm like 
I mean, where do I put these? Um, <laughs> but they're funny. Yeah. Uh, and they can kind of go in sex. Yeah. There's like a there's enough of them where it's like, well, this feels like a chunk. Mm-hmm. And this can bridge its way into sex, which, which is what I'm going to be talking about. Yeah. So I think it works. It works yeah. enough. It does. Yeah. It totally yeah. does. That's, that, that was it. I'm not I like, this works flawlessly, <laughs> but it works just yeah. enough. It's like a piece of duct tape. So I didn't catch it until, so I yeah. went through the album the first time. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. When I was preparing for this, yeah. I went through, I was like, well, this is just all my masturbation yes. jokes from, me, from open mic onward. Yes, 100. <laughs> percent What it was, and one of them, I closed my. And if you want to ask, because we were talking about Montreal even before we recorded, you know, I got it three years in. I think I closed my Montreal showcase set on one of those masturbation jokes. Really? That's how little material I had at that time. Oh my god! Oh, three, and, yeah, yeah, three years. And that joke was like so much longer than. Which means, yeah. like, there was all this, like, extraneous, like, bullshit on it. Uh-huh. Not that particular one that we played, but another one. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, now it's, like, whittled down to, like, oh, this is the 30 seconds that work yeah. that I would put on the album. But there was, like, three of them. So I was, like, well, this is too many to not to exclude. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to figure out a way to get it on here somehow. Yeah. And I don't know. I give myself, like, a C for that. Yeah. Hold it off. Hold it off. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. So just, just I take that back. Yeah, no, it's all in here forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Come on. Let's talk about sex. This is from I'm Maturing. I'm also at a point, too. Just all my friends, everybody's having kids now. And then they always say the same thing. They're always like, being a parent, most difficult job in the world. And it is, but it's also the easiest one to get. (laughs) I want to work here. Well, you work here. (laughs) It's so easy. You could become one. You don't even want to be one. I don't want to work here. Well, you stayed in the store too long. (laughs) So how long did it take you to come up with that analogy? Um... Not too. I mean, I mean, I've probably been working on parenting jokes forever, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that one just hit me, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah." Mm-hmm. And that one was like pretty done right away. I remember I did it at a creek mic, and I was like, "I don't know, is this too general?" You know, I always just have that fear, so I want to make sure I do those at like real inside comedy open mics right away mm-hmm. where i used to yeah. uh, whereas now i would do that at like an inside bar show right away just so yeah. i know that it's like oh is this just too general of an idea do i need to add more um or, or is it just not unique enough or has it been done before yeah. or is it too whatever and it got a big laugh and i think jay welch might have been like oh that's like a really funny take mm-hmm. on that or whatever mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay cool and then yeah that one i, I really hadn't to do too much labor once it was kind of out there mm-hmm. i just got lucky mm-hmm. nice that one it just clicks yeah it, it's yeah. Just, as, as mark norman said like it has the feel that you're looking for it's right. not just the logical right um, it doesn't just line up logically yeah it has the yeah, feel yeah of like a, a job like you, yeah you're like, oh okay store all right yeah and then just yeah. the the, the wordplay of yeah. inside yeah because it's probably a lot of failed attempts at other analogies or other ways to convey that message mm-hmm. and then like i couldn't tell you how many of those i probably came up with that's what or, i meant that's yeah. what i meant i don't 100 percent know but yeah. i'm sure a lot I'm sure there's a lot if I opened up like whatever 
Word doc that I have that mm-hmm. I use to write from yeah. um, to just generate ideas that there's like a ton of analogies in there that just didn't work. Um, it just didn't resonate to my ear. Right. Maybe I wrote them and I'm like, okay, maybe. And then reading it was like, no, not really. Right. And then just like different approaches to just get that message across. Isn't it interesting how with an analogy, it's almost like a, it's almost like you, you have a puzzle yeah. and it's that one piece yeah. that it looks like it should fit there, yeah. but it just doesn't. And then you, you can be stubborn about it and be like, yeah. come on. I mean, like, yeah, totally. <laughs> push. Yeah. I've kind of, yeah, with those, like, I think, uh, I'm not as, my mind isn't as inclined to go there. So if it doesn't fit right away, mm-hmm. then I just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it fits like that one just fit right away and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then I think it's all right. And then just went to try it out and that was it. Um, whereas like some other people who are really good at yeah. analogies, I could see them just going and going and going until it works. But once I can't get over that, I'll, I'm just banging my head against the wall. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the maneuverability to figure out how to get it to work. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it just either works right away or it doesn't. And I don't have the skill set to, um, make it work. I feel the same yeah way. like there's something that's just like people are so good at rewriting totally. and like they change the structure entirely yeah. and sometimes i'm like if i don't have it yeah. at first i don't know if it will even yeah. sound like me by the I end can, of it yeah i can do it with certain bits yeah um they just for whatever reason come a little bit easier or just like cater towards the way my brain works sure. and i can like i can just stare at that bit and keep firing away at that bit for yeah. days or weeks and eventually mm-hmm. get it to a place yeah but with analogies like i'll, I'll just get lost in the sauce for sure Come on, let's talk about sex. Well, I want to play one more bit. Yeah. And then I have a few more questions about album construction and we're done. Totally, man. This one is, but mainly doing comedy. Mm. (laughs) About a month ago, I bombed a show uh, so bad that I got an email the next day from a guy at the show just making sure I was okay. That means he had to go home, he had to remember my name, Google my name, figure out how to contact me, draft a document. That's how bad I did. Nothing could stop him. (laughs) At some point, he had to be like, is this worth all the trouble? Then he thought about my set and was like, oh, no, I'm doing the right thing. I was recently doing a weekend in Buffalo and I had nowhere to sleep when I got there. The club didn't put me up. So a friend of mine lives in town. She was like, you can crash on my couch. I'll be home in the morning. You'll be fine. I go to sleep. I get woken up hours later by a guy covered in face tattoos. He just goes, I'm a skinhead. I just got out of prison. You're on my couch. You know, when you first wake up, you're like, oh, it's a little early for skinhead alarm clock. (laughs) So I come to I'm like alright man Whatever I'll just go sleep in my car He goes nah man I'm just fucking around I thought you were a comedian (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen comedy? (laughs) It's not just terrifying people (laughs) Also you're covered in face tattoos Why wouldn't I believe you? (laughs) I know what I look like If I was ever on a flight I was like I'm a terrorist I'm gonna blow up this plane I don't think anybody would be like Looks like we got a real comedian <laughs> you love this one. What was it? Why did you? Well, I just love the drafted document so much because <laughs> it's. Uh, I love the turn of like he was like he had to think about it. Is this worth the trouble? Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that was one I um I couldn't figure it out for a while, and I, I think it was like, oh, just let the scene play out. Yes. And it goes back to that thing of like, uh, oh, I can't I can't act this out, but if I can find like the right words in there that creates like a visual mm-hmm. um for um the audience, then I think it could work. Because like what was in my head was so funny of like the guy doing all those things. Yeah. I was just like, I just don't I don't know how to nail that. He's googling. Uh, he's yeah. misspelling. He's yeah. Like, what? Was it Davine? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I tried like a lot of that, and it just like it only like slowed down the bit. So I was like, if I could just get to the bones of like what he does, yeah, and I could kind of just um, keep the the bit rolling along. That's a great device to use. It's like you're trying to illustrate the picture, but you go too much. Yeah. You try to illustrate it too totally. much. You're like yeah. you kind of just bullet form like he does this, and he does this, and yeah. he does this, yeah, and yeah. then you just Here's get the one funny thing part they about that. say, yeah. yeah. Then exactly. your goal, like that sometimes is the solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, there's another device that you use, uh, I don't know how consciously, but sure. your inflection really, I think, makes that joke. Right, right. Not the prison one, but the one before it, where you go, oh, you're like, yeah, yeah. that's how bad I did. Nothing could stop him. Yeah. Uh, I'm yes. doing the right thing. Oh, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's this, there's this flow yeah. that you have. It's that pacing again. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted it to especially like for the emphasis to be on like that's how like to really convey to the audience, like to give it some gravity Uh that that's how bad I did Mm -hmm. um, so that they kind of were like, oh, yeah, no, we get it, too, now. Yeah, I think. And then, yeah, the other one, I just, um, I wanted to play around with the guy's voice like that. That was the tone shift that he had, you uh-huh, know what yeah. I mean? Where he was like, do I? And then he was like, oh, no, definitely. <laughs> so it just like conveys yeah. like, he's yeah. like questioning. And then he's like, oh, no, like this is a serious matter. <laughs> this is God's work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. That kind of gets back to the like, I forget if we were talking on mic or off mic, but like yeah. when Pete comics are the only people that have a very, it doesn't matter what level they're at, they have a chance of not being taken as professionals. Oh, totally. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> It's insane that he yeah. thought he needed that much of money. Yeah, and I and I think comedy trains you uh to be aware of that. Yeah. Because like I mean you start off it, you're just you're humbled so much in yes. the beginning and continue to be humbled. Um so I don't know that no matter what the success you have, you never think of yourself as the person with all that success. I know, you, yeah. You just think of yourself as this, you know struggling person who's just trying to make people laugh in dingy rooms yeah 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 i have a actually like a foundation i'm starting it's called it doesn't get better it's the best though but i mean like i it's kind of like anytime you get like a swell of confidence like as a comic you're like let no yeah, 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 totally. Because that's but that's but like just up. only implement it in your performance. Yeah, and your writing. Yes. be confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, this is funny and confident that you'll perform this. But right. like, don't take this to the bartender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't take it outside or other to other yeah. comics you don't know. Yeah, and just be a dick to no, them. No, yeah, I mean crazy. like, and I, I think that's the expectation. Uh, I mean, at least that's what I have. That it's like um, I'm uh-huh. nobody. Yeah. Um, so that these things will continue to happen. These emails, you know, yeah. that that's I mean, that's the second time I've gotten an email like that, yeah. that uh, where they felt bad. Are you now? So, so my whole thesis here uh, that, <laughs> that you're so good at self-deprecation that no that nobody feels bad for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can go totally. That's just I'm only I'm seeing the best of you're you're probably yeah, you're seeing it in the best of environments. But if I'm on the road and it's a less comedy savvy crowd yeah then they, they need the comic to be confident they need me to be confident yeah so 
Uh, I have to be a little bit more strategic in where I place those jokes or how many of them I'm doing in a row. Yeah. But if it's like a super savvy crowd, I can do all of them and I don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. the way I'm telling those jokes. Um, But if it's if I'm on the road, like, say, for example, if I'm at a casino, um, you know, the majority of that crowd wants to see a super confident comedian who's almost like mean to the crap yeah um, yeah so Suck my dick yeah, kind of a little yeah. bit yeah <laughs> it's like that episode of louis where yeah. he goes and there's like totally. the road opener or yeah. the, the host yes. keeps like doing like fart jokes yeah. and like talking about the women's pussies right and then right. he's doing this like introspective shit and <laughs> yeah. they're like fuck you pussy yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and i and i think that goes back to like um the likable thing where uh people then yeah. who are on board but are outnumbered will want to reach out to me because uh-huh. they're just <laughs> concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was We like that guy. Yeah. We don't, yeah. please don't kill yourself. Yeah, exactly. But I guess that's the best because do you find those people sometimes where it's like uh yeah. that's that's awesome though. Because yes, that's like that's your fan base is I, there. They're I just, love it. Yeah. yeah. I, um yeah, I mean that then that just made me laugh. But to like a comedy like I, I can open with that joke if it's a if it's a smart crowd uh-huh. I can open with that joke and it'll do great. Yeah. But if it's if I'm on the road and I try opening with that joke people are like Jesus what am I in for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I'm smiling through it they don't um they're not picking up on that enough. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird that but they need I, you. Yeah. And I'm I'm just I've had to be okay with that in order to do the comedy that I want to do. Yeah. And it's like I'm fine with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so I've seen you uh flash that smile like yeah, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cuz I wouldn't be saying it if yeah. it wasn't. Like that's what like Anthony Justin a completely different kind of comic, yeah. but him smiling after totally. jokes is huge, huge for the way he gets away with it. Yeah. Well, I was saying this to somebody too where it's um cuz he does those um they're they're fake uh, non sequitur one liners. Yeah. Um. So the interstitial is where he really needs to shine in between jokes because yeah. that's what's keeping you on board. Mm. Yeah. Because otherwise, you, you, it's can get boring. Yeah, you're yeah. not really being compelled by anything. Yeah. But for the fact sure. you're being drawn in by ever after every joke, him going like that's a great joke. Yeah. And yeah. Smiling because mm-hmm. you're you're falling in love with like he's telling a story in between. Uh huh. That's like like winking at the yeah, like that. Like for me at least, like that becomes part of the fun. That's what keeps me there. If he just rattled off joke after joke after joke after joke, it'd be boring Mm -hmm. because there's no emotional investment in it. Right. Your your discomfort is part of the show. Yeah, I'm aware of your discomfort. You know, I'm aware of your discomfort. We're gonna go here again. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 Well, we're at the stage for the most part where we're just like hit him with everything we got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we're in New York, we get ten minutes, totally. maybe fifteen. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're on the road or you're working on an hour. Yeah. How do you think about things in terms of I got to give them room to breathe or pacing or any of that stuff? Do you think about that? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I'm starting to a little bit, but uh, I, I mean, for this, it was like some of it was like. I would put like a story or two in the middle uh-huh. just to break up. Yeah, just to break up the rhythm. Because it's like, uh, I think I would start with, um, especially because on the road, I just want to, I want to grab them and I want them to know that I'm funny. Yeah. So I would, pr- I would hit him with a lot of punchlines right away. Uh-huh. Just like jokes that were super dense. Um, and, and the album plays out like that, where it's like stuff about me, stuff about my grandma. Like that's um, probably like my most like, 
those are like my most intense, like what's one punchline coming right after another, after mm -hmm. another, after another, after another. And so like once I kind of have them, then I would tell um, this story about me in college, which has a lot of punchlines in it, but mm -hmm. it's like a three and a half minute long, like separate story. Yeah. So then that kind of breaks up the rhythm. So that gives me a chance to breathe. Because, like, I don't think I could just keep up that pace the whole time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, it gives me a chance to settle in a little bit. And then I, like, talk about being in Hawaii in my early 20s. And yeah. that's, like, a little bit more conversational. And then I can get into the relationship stuff. So it's, like, so it eases I wondered in, about that. Uh, yeah, about what? Uh, I wondered about that 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 um, Hawaii stuff in the middle. Because yeah. it did feel like such a change of pace. Yeah. I So um, it's, it's fast, fast, fast. And then the college story was a way... As tacked as like a bridge mm -hmm. into uh -huh. then the like the Hawaii thing, and then from the Hawaii thing, I'm getting into relationship stuff. So that's like a little bit more talkative. Childhood to adulthood, like yeah. spans over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted some kind of uh, break in the rhythm, just because like I don't know, just listening to the same note over and over and over again, mm -hmm. uh, just the audience might get bored. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, um, it ends on like the larger story about train or whatever. And, um, you know, I wanted, uh, like a clear ending and that yeah. to me was like a clear ending. Yeah. Um, so it, I, but I didn't want to just do like joke, 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 joke. And then three stories at the end. Like I wanted there to be like, okay, this is like a little bit of a break uh -huh. and then maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll put another break in there somewhere. Yeah. And then the end is going to be like a final break. And then mm -hmm. in, in between those breaks are these like heavy punchline jokes. I do try to think about that a little bit. If I'm like, oh man, this is like, this is heavy and this is a lot. And once it's like brought to its climax in terms of like a breakneck speed to then slow it down with a story just from my own sanity. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like pick it back up again and slow it down. So it's more your own endurance, yeah. Than than uh, than theirs. You're like, yes, <laughs> you're totally. Like, oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm not doing a lot up there, but yeah. I mean, typically a headlining weekend, I'm doing two shows in a night, and like mm -hmm. some places, I'm, you're doing three. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's exhausting mm -hmm. after a little yeah. while. Oh hell yeah! And and it's it's a lot to keep up with. So when I and the crowd needs the time to yeah, rest and a the crowd needs time to rest as well. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's for everybody. Yeah, this yeah. is, this is <laughs> for the good of everyone involved in the show. And that's yeah. exactly what I wanted to know about. There's something that you're like learning as you go through yeah. this that, oh, do you base it off of how you feel or do you base it how you, th how, you th how you think the crowd will feel? Um, probably more off the crowd if I'm feeling them out. If I can see that their attention span just isn't there yeah. for a longer story, then I'll kind of just nix those from the set and then I'll just like mentally uh, figure out what things to put in in ah. place mm -hmm. like later on. Ah. And if I see that like um, I'm going too fast for them, I'll just slow down. And and, and I, maybe I'll place the stories in other parts. If I can see like, okay, I really have them now, then I'll throw in the story and then I'll work from the story. So you've got like a number of different moves mapped out. Uh, yeah, potentially. Depending on... Um, how with you they are and yeah. how, what their endurance seems like. Yes. God, that's so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's just like a skill that's developed over time. Yeah. Whereas like, and, and I just, you have the luxury of having that much material where you could um, take, and take things away and put other things in its place. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, it doesn't seem as like chunky or nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just the luxury of time. Right. That's like, I mean, you, you really have to have that safety net of other bits in your back pocket to be able to do that. 
Because without it, it's like that's impossible. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, cool. I can't. I'm. I can't wait to have to solve that problem. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, I was. I was in the same way for such a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So, being able to do that is it's um it's been sweet relief. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. You. We talked about this uh, with Mark a little bit. Like now that you have this, like I mean, you have a you have a show on MSG sure, Network. Yeah, you have yeah. a body of work. You have a Colbert right. set half hour. Right. Do you like feel like you give yourself enough? I know we talked about overconfidence being an yeah. issue, but like you know, like if it's used poorly, but do you give yourself like pats on the back and be like, "You did, you're living your dream." Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like this whole podcast. We're trying to take you yeah. down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like wow. I mean, yeah, yeah. Never prospect Titan. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna take an Uber pool home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Live the dream. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is royal chariot with someone else yeah. Wait, uh, yeah wait harrison can you kind of say it again i think i forgot the end of it wait which the question <laughs> oh no do you give yourself like good like have you given yourself enough like patting on the back in terms of like uh, you can like breathe easy because you like yeah. you're living your dream and it's like yes. it's all working out and it's yeah. like you have really good people around you that support yeah. you and love you and love yes. what you do and do what you do Totally. Yeah. I, I, um, I try to stay in that uh, mindset as much as I can without, um, falling into, uh, complacency. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, the people, the comics who are around me who've achieved more than I have, um, are very, uh, conscious of their next steps. So that makes me of mine. But I also, it's like, that's a difficult balance because you have to go from like, my natural state is to just be happy with the world around me. Oh, nice. So in a sense, like, uh, yes, I think about that all the time that like, man, yeah. like things have gone very, like things have gone very well in terms of my standards. So yeah. why wouldn't they continue to just go well? Or I'm fine if they're just this way. Yeah. Um, but other people are more ambitious than I am, who I'm very close with. Yeah. Which is a good thing because that keeps me um, thinking about the future. And you think you're doing the kind of comedy that you would want to say, you know, like that whole, I don't know yeah. if you said it, but like be the comedian you'd want to be watching on TV. Like those um, are the jokes I wish I'd some like. Of the, some of them for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's difficult to say because like I'm sure in like. I don't know, three or four years, I could look back at a lot of this stuff and go like, oh, I'm a totally different comedian mm-hmm. or my approach is to that. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's as growth. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I'm happy. I would love, you know, uh, to keep improving. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I'm, I'm satisfied. Cool. cool. Well, I mean, I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're like one of those, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like, I like life. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. seems I to mean, be going is, well. Yeah, man. I mean like this is, uh, it's an insane gig and to be able to make a living by doing it and to have people ad- admire what yeah. you do. I mean, it's, it's, in, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so the, the difficult part for me is to want to strive for more, to be honest with you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, like, I mean, I think I should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, and that's what, you know, having the people around you who are um, more successful, they help to do that. Yeah. Because they, they inspire you to want mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's cool. Like, you have this debut album now where you could, uh, we're going to see what you expect expand on and like what's gnawing yeah. at your brain as yeah, louis said like, to mark maybe, i mean just as like a thought like uh-huh. maybe next you could be an architect 
Yeah. <laughs> no, people would be dead. <laughs> I'm talking about that other places for sure. No, that poor boy, that for the good of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the other thing too, where I'm like, I don't know, man. No, man, I can't. How bad I could be in comedy pales in comparison to what I would have done in the world of art. <laughs> so it's like, even if the album is dog shit, like yeah. people are it's fine. Like, uh, bu- building seven. <laughs> Sorry, a, that wasn't yeah. even the part of it. The state's not coming after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. One last question sure. and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Did you have anything where there was a, a mentor or, or, a, or a, uh, somebody at your level or somebody who mm. said something where it just helped click comedy for you you're just like oh shit ah that really makes sense for me maybe you saw like chris rock in an interview he said right one thing. oh i would even say i mean the the I, i'm a, a paraphrasing but from comedian where seinfeld saw the construction worker and he was yeah. like oh it's a job and like i need to go to work mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. yeah. and i think once i saw that i was like oh that's how you can approach it because yeah. that would be my approach mm-hmm. cool um so then it then it just became crystal clear that like oh that's how I need to go about this I have to go about this like every day I go write every day I go perform because this is my occupation yeah. um and then and it didn't feel weird I think before that that seemed too rigid of an approach for something that was considered an art form mm-hmm. so I I I just thought you had to magically be great at this yeah um and that added a workmanlike element that was understandable. Yeah. Um, so that was that was huge for me. That's when that. you started wearing a hard hat at the poppy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would take my T square and uh, lay out blueprints. That's <laughs> what I thought comedy was. <laughs> you know, when I was starting out, I used to sit down and write a couple times a week. And then one day I was watching these construction workers go back to work. I was watching them kind of trudging down the street. And I was, uh, just, it was like a revelation to me i realized these guys don't want to go back to work after lunch but they're going because that's their job i think if they can exhibit that level of dedication for that job i should be able to do the same just trudge your ass in it's become a thing and like i don't know i just started going to like a therapist that actually is good (laughs) um and she because i was talking to her about like how it's never felt um like writing's never felt like a job yeah like even though you know that quote and everything and I i was happy to find out that like that's that could be the way to do it but it's never it's always like we were talking earlier it's like if i was given 10 free hours i'd probably sit in a coffee shop and try to write jokes for 10 free hours i know and um you know like the therapist was like, yeah, that's like your meditation. Like it, I, I don't, it I is I meditative. When you write, when you it. sit down and write jokes, yeah. what is, do you have like a process? Are you just sitting there thinking, or do you have like a process that you go through to um, get to your punchline or, or vice versa? Sometimes I try to just feel it out. Uh, and I, I try to be as malleable as possible. Um, so if like I, if I wake up and I'm like, I think I want to read a couple news articles, mm-hmm. I'll just read a couple news articles and then, I'll take large themes from those articles or whatever my brain thought of from those articles. It's like an old improv uh, trick. 
mm-hmm. where it's like you hear, um, you know, you hear a suggestion and then like whatever your brain thinks of based on that suggestion. You start free associating. I'll start free associating and I'll take those topics and I'll just beat the hell out of those topics until mm-hmm. like I find things in there which I find interesting and then I'll play around with those um, ideas. And then other times it's like, oh, maybe I thought of something the night before and I wrote it down in my notes. And then like yeah. the next day I'll really try to expand on that. Um, but either way, yeah, it's like a form of like, um, I don't know. I f- it just feels like, oh, when I'm writing, I'm, I'm just, it feels like I'm home. Mm-hmm. And like the therapist was like, yeah, that's something you need. Like, that's not just like, um, she was like, that's as important to you as like, I would tell somebody to like, listen to you know beach sounds for a half an hour like in a heated room or whatever so i i mean i just lucked out in the sense of Mm -hmm. that that's what it does for me oh that 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 is a gift yeah that's great yeah you know i'm aware of that yeah yeah it's it's i mean that's one of the things i once i start i i love it but like starting is not that's man like that's like, tough for it, you it's tough once yeah. i get started then i'm like oh this is so fun i'm in the playground of the mind yeah that's that's it's a swing set let's go totally but the but but just going to the playground is mm-hmm. for some reason i just have like this resistance to it yeah it's it's understandable i i think like um which is why i'm so rigid about shit right <laughs> right like i i build these structures so that i do I it i think yeah that's starting out out is really hard um but i i don't know i think it always was for me too and i, I think once i allowed myself to um not know how i was gonna start it became easier Mm. you know what i mean like where i'm like i don't have to be tied to like okay i sit i look to the right for 20 minutes and then i have to begin (laughs) where i was just like okay like i don't know today for whatever reason like i'm doing it this way yeah and just allowing Uh that to be okay rather Uh than fighting it seems Uh to work best oh that's interesting yeah okay yeah thanks for sharing awesome come on let's talk about sex uh, huge thanks to our guest. Uh, what's your name again? Oh, is, uh, um, Gladys Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't we Gladys? Gladys Knight Gladys and the Pips? Knight and the Pips. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. I'm like, so glad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, couple plugs. Anthony, uh, a.k.a. Gladys Knight, has a show called People Talking Sports and Other Stuff on MSG. Anything you want to say about it? No, it airs once a week after the post-game show after Knicks games. So mm-hmm. you kind of got to be aware of when the Knicks play because it fluctuates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And the Knicks are a sports team. And they yeah. are yes. a New York basketball team. Uh, <laughs> got it. Great. Uh, oh, that sounds fun. I've heard of that. Uh, and also, uh, check out his album. We've played little clips here and there of off his album, but it's fantastic in its entirety. It's on Spotify. Dream it's on Occupation. Mm-hmm. Say again. Oh, I said dream occupation. Yeah, dream <laughs> occupation. Yeah. And uh, it's it's fantastic. It's Thanks, a good listen, man. great mm-hmm. narrative all the way through. And, of course, as always, uh, we want to do a couple plugs. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Follow our guest. Follow <laughs> Gladys Knight at <laughs> Gladys Knight underscore underscore <laughs> underscore. Uh, yeah. Not a real person. <laughs> all right. At Anthony DeVito underscore. That is the actual one. <laughs> at yeah, Anthony yeah. DeVito underscore. Totally, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then at Devo for Tivo <laughs> yeah, <I did laughs> on <not>. Instagram. <laughs> the links, of course, will be in the show notes. Think this through. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I have a monthly show. Go to special-tonight.com uh, for tickets and lineup. And then Late Night Romp is my weekly show. That is at the V Spot Organic in 
Manhattan, <laughs> well, St. Mark Street, and it's 9.30 to 11.15, roughly. Yes. Harrison participates in that quite a bit, and I yeah. co-produced it with Teresa Sheffield. Yeah. And then there's some other show, I don't know. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. It's this piece of shit <laughs> garbage show called Grins and Gronies that I run like a fucking asshole. <laughs> and it's like a bunch of fucking idiot comedians that aren't even funny. And then, <laughs> No, it's really great. It's fun. It's at this place called Bar Uni. It's uh, fantastic. It's Ooh. every second Friday of the month of the month uh it's in uh greenpoint off the g off the nassau stop we get great comics from all over uh new york in the northeastern areas last thing if you want to find out more about our guest head to let's talk about sets.com and check out the show notes we also have lots more episodes organized by themes and by the comedians that we discuss you can get our episodes automatically every other week by subscribing to the podcast do it now on apple Podcasts or however else you get your fix special thanks to anthony devito thank you buddy thank you and biggest thanks of course always goes out to Salt and pepper. You're killing it. Oh, thank you You're so much. You're killing it. It's, Thanks it's, for letting us borrow part of your song a little. Yeah, you know, like none of it. Yeah, no. Yeah. No one even knows. Right. One of you dead. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets.